There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Tuesday. My name's John. There's Brady. There's Brett. Big Dick Toledo. This is the morning sickness. And uh, wow, that was fast. Well, Aaron Rodgers' reign in New York is over. And people in (laughs) New York City waking up to a September 12th, they'll never forget. I told you this a week ago. Jets and 9-11 always end badly. Why make it a big thing? People in Chicago are dancing, too. That's what I... The first thing I wanted to say this morning was, I've never seen... I've got a lot of friends who are Bears fans, and you guys are thrilled. Like, there's something about this that made Bears fans happy. And all I wanted to say to all of you was, uh, you had 19 years to try that. I know. I know. You couldn't touch him. He owned us. He said it, and I admit it. It's true. And now, you guys are happy. Yep. Another thing that needs to go away, this entire... Uh, farce and bull of people like don't have injuries injuries aren't don't root for those and don't be happy with them okay tell the internet because within minutes (laughs) throwing gas within minutes of finding out he wasn't coming back in the game let alone aaron Rodgers had uh probably his career probably is over uh Within minutes, memes flying out the door, tons of them. I saw one where he was the, like, uh, what is that, old PSA planes that had the face of the plane? Oh, yeah. He's the face of the plane, and it's just right next to the trade centers. Oh. And I'm like, oh, my God. They're, the Gone in 60 Seconds movie poster had me rolling. That was a good one. So this whole thing about don't laugh at a man who's got injuries, but I'm going to put it on the Internet and anonymously laugh at a man who has an injury. We are a bunch of... Uh, Say one thing, do another as a society. Ridiculous. The internet gave everybody the juice to make fun of Aaron Rodgers before we even knew it was bad. But it's uh, it's a torn Achilles, and he's done. Like, he's finished, which is crazy. Four plays in a New York Jets uniform. I feel so bad for the people who went out and got the Aaron Rodgers gear. So many number eights in that crowd. So many at uh, MetLife Stadium last night. They just panned the crowd. He comes running out with that flag. Like, they put it all on Aaron. Like, this is it, man. The Jets have their chance. And what did we say? Jets going Jet. Can't help it. It's a cursed franchise. He I'm figured a- that run out there with the flag was a good warm-up. Oh, just beautiful. Rainy night. A little bit, you know, you know the beautiful uh, tribute with the lights where the towers were going into the fog and rain up into those clouds. It looked perfect. It's like, man, what a beautiful night. Run him out there. Four plays in. It was a beautiful night. It was, and Bears fans will think of it as one of the most beautiful. Again, 9 11's been good to you. Yeah, absolutely. You got a divorce. I love it. You were divorced on 9 11. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is no longer in the league at 9 11. This is a, a Bears fan's dream come true. I, for one, just couldn't believe it was like really there. Like it really happened. It was crazy. Oh, and all of the emails Sharon Rodgers. And uh, DeMar Hamlin being posted next to him going, get up, man. (laughs) 
I love that one. A friend of mine made that. He didn't post it out, but he did that on his own. Send that to me. I got a few people yeah, I need to send it to. <laughs> yeah, he sent me that, and I'm like, all right, that was quick, man. Uh, I, yeah, the Demar Hamlin standing next to him, just in a bubble in a little cap. Get up, man. <laughs> I kind of peed a little on that one. That made me a little weak in the knees. But the internet just makes it so all we do is take somebody's worst day and like debilitating moment and go, eh, we're going to laugh at this for a good long time because you know what? Didn't happen to me. And then we say out loud, well, you're not supposed That's not funny. Those aren't funny memes. That's terrible. Want to bet? Yeah. I never forget my friend Steve who did that, posted on his Facebook page about something. And I can't remember what it was, but he had the, the flag you could see through over his profile picture and whatever nation it was that was in trouble or something. I don't remember the event. And it was like all of us, hearts and prayers out to blah, 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 blah. And the next thing you know, he's firing off terrible stuff to me. And I'm like, hold on a second. On Facebook, you're sitting there talking about how you're crying at home and you got hearts and prayers. You can't get off your knees. You're telling God to help. And then you fire this. Oh, dude, my people at work see that. Like, unbelievable. (laughs) You're different. I could be a dark piece of garbage with you. I guess, but why be a why be a phony uh, light one on your Facebook page? Scoring points, man. <laughs> chicks dig that stuff. <laughs> and he's right. We do it for chicks. We do the uh, we're emotional for chicks thing. I kept getting texts from people who uh, were Bills fans last night, early in the game, going, "I know you're not supposed to be happy about this, but I can't wipe this grin off my face because I mean, same division now. So the Bills are sitting there staring at the Jets, and then at the end of the game." One particular Bills fan who works here, and I hope he doesn't come in today. I was just going to ask. Did how anyone this went. reach yeah. out? No, we I didn't. didn't. I didn't. We need Stay to reach out. He's, this is well, and the reason why we should reach out is because the last text from him I got after the punt return to win for the Jets was, "I don't even know why I wake up in the morning." <laughs> oh, I can't have nice things, and neither can the Jets. Here's the fun of it all. We all know TV's Doug Hopkins is a massive Jets fan. I've made that clean and clear up here on this show a lot. He's got an awesome room of some of the best memorabilia of uh, losers I've ever seen in my life. It's a Jets room. And when you walk through, you're like, look at all the losers. And he gets upset because it's just name after name of people who've never, ever won anything. Mark Gaston, Joe Klecka, Marty Lyons. Uh, Salah, the, the, the New York Sack Exchange, he's got them all. Autographed, jerseys framed, and I'm like, look at that lineup of losers. <laughs> what, what are you talking about? I'm like, not a one of them. That's a ring. Nothing. And he's got, you know, Mo Lewis, because that's the guy who took out Drew Bledsoe and started uh, Tom Brady's career. Jet stuff everywhere, and it's a cool room. Neat stuff, well put together. Four and a half weeks ago, I we talked about it on the air. Doug Hopkins is calling me. You watch Hard Knocks? I have uh, not yet. You gotta watch Hard Knocks. Oh my God! It's the, it's, as a Jets fan, this is the best thing ever. And I had to remind him, Doug, you're a Jets fan. Everything about being a Jets fan says to me nothing good's going to happen to you. Temper this. Calm down. No, no, no. This is the year. This is it. In fact, and I have it in my phone. In fact. Aaron Rodgers is going to win the MVP. Okay. Calm down. It's one week of hard knocks. He's going to do it. $500 on your fan duel. I pay half, you pay half. I remember that. We're going Aaron Rodgers, MVP. 
I'm like, Doug, that's crazy talk. It's one. But, you know, and then I started thinking to myself, it's not a bad bet. Early on. It had a pretty good number on it. So I'm like, fine, we'll do that. So place it. Place it and send me. Text it to me. Text me that you did it. I'm like, okay. So there it was, $500. FanDuel bet. Aaron Rodgers wins MVP at the end of the year. And he lasted four plays. And I text Doug a photo of that bet and just wrote underneath it, you, Doug Hopkins. That's basically <laughs> all that is. I would like 125 a week. <laughs> right. Four I, weeks. Right. I want my money back. <laughs> I made the bet. I'll live with it. It's like buying a jersey as a Jets fan that says Rodgers on the back before he did anything. Oh, that was brutal. Brutal to watch. That hard knocks was interesting after the fact because we were kind of coming away saying, uh, you know what, man. He looks like he's a good guy. I don't like Darren. And then about, I would say it's split 50-50. Others are like, I'm not buying it. This guy, yeah, everybody thought he, he was faking. An award. Yeah, everybody thought he was faking. And then I watched him do an interview this weekend on one of the pregame shows where he was kind of mad because somebody said, you know, how come you never had, or you had this reputation? And he goes, I think we both know why I had the reputation, meaning you pricks wouldn't stop following me around because I was doing what I wanted to do and I didn't take that vaccine. Essentially, without saying it, he looks right at her and goes, we both know what happened here. You guys, you know, painted me in a corner, made me look like a dick, so I became a dick. Uh, he's He's got an arrogance to him. There's something about it. But that hard knocks made Aaron Rodgers. swagger. Made him likable. And I loved his thing. He said, look, he said, you can be respected and you can be liked, but I'd rather be respected than liked. Because sometimes when you're liked, it doesn't come with respect. But when you're respected, you don't care if it. And he's like, yeah. He said, yeah. You may not like me, but you're going to respect me. And I'm like, yeah, that's pretty good. That's what dads used to say back in the day. You don't have to like me. I don't need to be your friend, but you're going to respect me. And he got it. Boy, he got it. And uh, last night was, was brutal. And it was just such a depressing thing for ESPN because they had so many packages set up for Aaron Rodgers. Like everything he was going to do, they had a little filmed video thing. Joe Buck mentioned it a couple times. Well, we had a... An Aaron Rodgers package to run here, but uh, considering the events that have occurred, pretty crazy. So there you go. Shelved so many side segments. Landscape of the AFC and NFL changed drastically in, in, in four plays. Three and a half minutes of Jets football. And holy smokes, it's all bad. And look at that Bears fan over there just grinning like there's nothing, 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 nothing was, to think about but sunshine and happiness. Doing shots last night, cheering, texting my cousins in Chicago. Yeah, Chicago had its greatest sports oh, yeah. moment is since the Cubs won the World Series. Yeah, it was a party. Yeah, I mean, there's probably, there pro- if you did the Mount Rushmore of great moments in Chicago sports, <laughs> it would be Ditka, Jordan, uh, the 16 Cubs, and now uh, Aaron Rodgers is a New York Jet. They're just thrilled. <laughs> So many Bears fans. Oh, that arrogant prick should stay on the field the whole night with his broken leg. I'm like, God, guys, let him get some attention. Your team sucks. We know, but Aaron's down. Who cares? That's all that matters to us. (laughs) Meanwhile, while we're all doing this, talking sports, NFL weekend, uh, all this fun stuff, you got to look for things that slide by you. When the whole world's paying attention to one thing, Always dig around and look for stuff that slides by. I learned that from a guy who was a contractor black ops dude. When the news is all about one thing, read the scroll underneath for stuff that slides by. Well, God damn it all if they didn't slide one bias over the weekend. Apple just changed their uh, charging cords again. I, I know. Mother <laughs> How dare you? That's- Thank you, Europe. <laughs> yeah. How many lightning Why cords we- I have? Me too. <laughs> uh, and I still have some of those old ones. I got the big fat ones. I'm... 
knock it off. Sad day for Apple. Why does Europe, having some sort of different electrical thing, make it so we got to change? I know there's a billion of them and 300 million of us, but we should have our own system. Well, they they stepped up and said, you got to do this. No longer can you... Bastards. Cord rig us on this whole thing. <laughs> I don't care. They have the wrong thing. You you go to, uh, you know, other countries and you have to do that weird plug, that yeah, strange triple... Adapter. Strange, adapter, yeah. Yeah, it looks like a 1950s vacuum plug. And they, that's what they use. But, and there's a lot of them, so it's not fair. But we have to adapt to them again. Bull has nothing to do with adapting. It's Apple going, you know, we haven't made money on those cords for about eight years. Remember when we did it last time, this big giant influx of money because everybody had to buy new cords? I just ordered, accidentally, because I meant to buy three, nine different long cords. <laughs> I got tons of these fifteen foot. Between you and Cabana, where horrible and cords. At, I'm horrible at ordering. I don't know how I do it. A big box showed up, huge. And I'm like, I don't know what I got here. And I opened it up, I'm like my cords came in a box this big. And I just kept opening. Like, they're vacuum sealed fifteen foot charger cords. There's nine of them in here. When did I do this? Two boxes. Got tons of those things. Are you drunk shopping at night no, or something? I don't. Yeah. Something's going on. Yeah, I don't drink. It's like when Fitz ordered the suit of armor. I, that would that makes more sense to me because if I did it, I'd have four suits of armor. I don't know how I multiply does your the phone quantity. bulge after an order. I mean, does it come through there? I, if anything, I should have the "Are you sure?" feature on all my orders. I don't have it. You know, when you're doing that thing, it's like, "Are you sure?" Like, you want to shut this down? Are you sure? It gives you that option. When I order stuff, I don't know how I hit quantity or add the card up or I double double bump it. I always end up with, like, so many more. You're now, like the cabana kid. wear made sense because I thought I was just looking at them. Every time I clicked on it, I'd be like, oh, I like that. And somehow or another, I was adding it to the cart every time I'd put it back. So I had, like, 27 of them in the cart when I said, oh, I'm going to buy this one. And then I just double-clicked the side, <laughs> did the buy, and I got all 27. I mean, a moving box showed up of cabana clothes. And I kept them all because I'm like, John, this is a lesson. For you to pay attention to quantity when you check out. Oh, I thought they'd be wearing those in Ethiopia next week or something. I thought <laughs> they, they all got might. shipped out. They still might get a shipment. <laughs> Along with Aaron Rodgers' MVP shirts. It's, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> that could be. TV's Doug Hopkins says. <laughs> oh, son of a. Would have paid like $9,000, too, that bet for Aaron Rodgers being the MVP. But there we were talking football all weekend, and Apple goes, psst, change their cords. And they did it. And there's nothing we can do. Now, I don't understand. I, I get that it's not changing the cord. It's basically saying now one cord will fit everything. Well, they went to USB-C, I believe, yeah. which is the small, which it's a pretty little much different. everybody yeah. kind of uses. So yeah, it's but don't change a, our cords. Stop being happy about it. Don't. Well, no, it's not. I, shut uh, the, Brady, shut the up. the last time no, I'm having to buy 12 up, cords. Shut the up. You're wrong. You're wrong. They said that about the lightning one. You'll never have to do another cord again. You are falling for it. You, it's a business. All they do is change stuff every eight Man or nine years. It, shut the f- up, Brady. You're wrong. Your rose-colored glasses won't work. Golly, I think it's a great thing. They're doing stuff for us. Nope. Shut the f- up. It's and not- the new iPhones out. Yeah, I know. Shut the f- up because the old iPhones still just as good. iPhone eights are no different than iPhone fifteens unless you're one of those nerds who goes, "Who's got this new feature with the phone and the camera?" Shut up. Shut the f- up. We're getting robbed left and right on this Six thing. times Zoom. Shut the f- up. I'm going to beat so you tight. into the ground. Beat him, Brett. Beat him to death. <laughs> I'm tired of Apple every time we're not paying attention going, you know, you're going to need a new cord. It's better than the old one. And guess what? 
you'll never need another cord again. For that phone, until three we change it. Give us another 30 bucks. I was pretty happy with them not changing them. Remember, they used to change the cords yeah. every phone. Then they stopped including them. That was a real pisser. For about three generations of iPhones, it's like, you got to buy that separate. But I've got all these dumb cords that don't fit anymore. We have adapters and we have all sorts of that stuff. You pricks. Okay, cool. Yeah, they took it all away. Remember when we had uh, everybody had their own headphones for their phone and had a little jack in there? Like, no, no, no. You don't get to plug your stuff in. Go buy some AirBuds. That's the only way it works. You're in here saying, golly, it's great for the consumer. They're thinking of you, Brady. You're wrong. <laughs> but how many drawers of those headphones did you have, though? Tons. I mean, I had a whole drawer of them. Tons. Now I can't use them. I can't use them either. Yeah. It's garbage, this Apple thing. and we're, we're, we're tied to it. It's tied to us like a goddamn anchor. It's almost like gravity. We need it. I switched over to the pad, the the magnetic thing now. Yeah, that's... I don't really use the those are pretty cord good. that much. That's in the car. Well, they'll change that. I know. They'll make it... Well, we can't have that. We found it was uh, good for hackers. They'll lie to you and say it's for you. <laughs> Nothing they say... You change when, out the back, the uh, phone cover, then the charger doesn't pick it up on yeah. some of them. Yeah, yeah then you got to buy a new cover. You got to buy a new cover. Yep. And, and, and again, they make these things so fragile... They have to go out and buy an $80 cover for it. Well, it's not good in water, and it can't take a slight blow if it slips out of your hand. By the way, it's made of ice, so you're probably going to want to get something that grips on the side. You can't possibly hold it without. It's very slippery. They make slippery, $1,000 pieces of technology. You can't have a goddamn charger. We lap up. We just suck it up because we have to have it. I love the technology, but I know they could do better. No, sure they could. This is for us. Ah, f*** you, Brady. Finally, they do something for us, That's John. That's right. No, I heard it was going to be the last cord we ever buy. Oh, my God. You're one of them. You're one <laughs> of the mush soup heads that believes Apple's in it for you. Last cord you'll buy for this version of the phone, <laughs> moron. I'm going to have to. We're having a talk after the show, you and me. I wanted to pick it. I started to read about it. I'm like, you pricks. Saying Europe had it. Now, Europe's, you know why? Because there's a billion Europeans. All have to get something new now. Or you keep your phone, and then they do add good stuff to the new phone that your phone doesn't have. Like, well, you've still got that old thing. We've added uh, simulated breasts to all the new iPhones, and yours doesn't do it. It's garbage. Garbage. They've actually made their own products obsolete on several occasions. You have an old iPad? Oh, that doesn't play the new stuff. The music, you can't even get it on the old iPad. I'm like, well, I got an iPad. It's still functional. It works. <laughs> for 10 minutes Stupid. on a charge. Yeah, I know. And also, we make the batteries so they start to disappear if you're on the phone for a couple of years. We blame the weather. You mother Remember when for a while there? Well, you can't have it in cold weather. What are you, crazy? It's going to burn the battery out. How does cold weather affect it? We just made it so it does. You need a new phone. Dear Elon, could you make a phone? Yeah, phone. Yeah, help us out, Elon. You seem to be kind of in it for us. <laughs> Not really. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I looked at your little rosy face, and I just wanted to shove my foot through it. <laughs> I heard it was good for us. I had to pound you into the... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, that's the thing I looked at this week, and I'm like, those prick bastards waited for football to do this because they knew we wouldn't pay attention. Now, I know, I know. You have to go get the new stuff. But everybody wants the new stuff. There's lines for the new stuff. Got us by the balls. By the shorties, they say. That's a phrase they use. Got us by the short hairs. It's murder. We won't ever do it. USB-C 
Who cares what that is? Oh, you've all got one, so go get a new cord. By the way, your stupid little charging stations are no longer going to work either. That was me when I bought my new Mac. They already did that on the laptops, and I had to go out and buy a hub and do this and do that. And I'm like, you bastards. Yep. And I don't want to hear from you Samsungers, neither. (laughs) Don't start bugging me with your stupid Android phone. I can't send you guys pictures, and I hate the color green. And every time I text you that green stuff comes up, I think, oh, they're too poor for an iPhone. <laughs> I can't wait to buy a new tower with all the different plug adapters. They look so oh, yeah. great on the TV. Yeah. It's like a CD storage case. It looks terrible. I love the cords that are just like the guy who gave up and goes, it's got 75 different adapters on it. for the. I don't know what they're going to do next, but I'm prepared. I don't want to have a bomb shelter of cords hanging out. That's We're supposed to be in a cordless world pricks and i these here comes all the android i know you android bastards i get it never change and i'll tell you this to their credit samsung doesn't doesn't crush them but they also have an inferior product so i don't give a what you say (laughs) iphones are better everything samsung is started i know everything samsung is is like basically chasing iphone we all know it and plus, I'm already Speak with the TVs. I'm already in. Oh, the best TVs in the world. I'm already in on iPhone. So in order to switch over to Samsung, I got all That's these serious accounts. cheese moving. Oh, it's massive amounts of cheese moving. I got all my apps over here. I got to redo all that. I can't like cloud it over without a big hassle. Cha-ching Chavez. Oh no, it's not Cha-ching <laughs> Chavez. Look, because if you're saying Cha-ching Chavez, you've got a Samsung. Ago, Maybe it's longer, a little bit longer than that. Yeah, a Samsung. Though. I had to switch my dad. To, I had to switch my dad from Android over because he'd call me up. God damn, this thing doesn't work. I'm like, I don't know. S about your phone. So either get an iPhone or don't call me. I was hoping he wouldn't get an iPhone, but he did. Next so thing you know, dad sending blue text. Yep. God damn it, he got one. Why is this blue? Oh, yeah. Yep. I had to show him yesterday how to uh, on the phone try to show him how to uh, forward a text message. Oh man. <laughs> I wanted, to, I wanted to drive my car into a train right then. I wanted to be on one of the videos I show. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's no fun to try to help the folks. Old people a, tech support is terrible. Yeah, there needs to be the iPhone jitterbug. Yes. And it's just got a big curly cord that goes into the wall. They would understand that. And it's got a place to hang it up. That's yeah. how you charge it. I right, just put it down, then what? Oh, just hang it up on its little holder. Well, that makes sense to me. Make their phones look like old 90s, 80s house phones. Yes. They could figure that out. And then each button is an app. <laughs> you hit the button on the side. Oh, it's technology. They'll understand if you hit a button that says, call Brett. <laughs> Calling Barney. No, you dumb bitch. Brett, I mean, <laughs> all this technology can't understand that? Anyway. Ooh. Ooh. Uh-oh. You got me. <laughs> it's for us. Oh, I'm going to kill Brady. Today. <laughs> You're working in a toxic work environment, man. And you started it. Don't think you didn't. I just saw, you know, they have a f- one one cord that works for everything now. Oh, oh, you mean we have to get another cord now? We always have to get something new. Every time they change something to make it good. Whenever they come up with new technology, they haven't really done much with the iPhone in the last few years. They haven't done a whole lot. So when they come up with something really good for it, then they change all the uh, extra stuff. It's so always like, well, we gave you a couple megapixels for your camera now. Right, and, yeah. uh, and now it's really $90,000 phone. That's right. Even though your last one is fine. Yeah. But we're gonna, and I'm convinced that there's some powerful building that we don't know about that when they put out a new one and they notice that we're kind of comfortable with it, that they can start 
getting into our phones and draining the batteries for us. Because <laughs> that's right about when it starts to happen. Like, this phone's been fine. I've never run out of battery on this new phone. I've had it for about a year. Never, all Like, in the last two weeks, like it's down to, like, red. Are you starting now? And I'm like, hold on a second. You used to hold the charge all day. I'm not doing anything different. How come you are? Well, the batteries don't last that long. Uh-uh. Some dude, some little Asian dude is in a room. He's hacked in and he's starting to suck battery life out of my phone. So I'm like, well, I need a new phone. <laughs> the only thing that ever breaks on this is the battery. Storage. Now, yeah. How much am I storing? I've got so much storage on this. How many videos do I need of my food that, that keeps storage up? And plus, you got the cloud. <laughs> anyway, that's where they got us. And Brady made this. You guys heard it. Brady made it a toxic work environment. He's like Jimmy Fallon. You've made it ten times worse to be here today. Let's drink. <laughs> yeah, let's. <laughs> you're going to drive me to drinking. I think it's great. It's like when cars, uh, when you buy a car and you're like, man, this is awesome. And it didn't come with floor mats or a radio or tires. or Wait a minute. All that's extra. But I thought I was buying a car. Well, you're buying the shell of a car. If you want stuff on it. I mean, you're crazy thinking that's the price. <laughs> Europe put the smack down on Apple. Yeah, Europe. It's all about... A- Apple's an American company. Carbon a, footprint. Oh, what it's Energy about saving. a billion people buying a new goddamn cord. That's what it's about. There's a billion of them. We're going to fall to that every time. And then China's got their new phone. That pretty much is a copy of Apple. And then Apple's all paranoid that Chinese people won't buy Apple because this is close enough. Or that the Chinese government will be like, ban Apple. And then they just do their own thing. Well, they've been making their phones in China for years. Exactly. What's the difference? They, they Just how many the NFL logo. jerseys are a little yeah. bit misspelled that right. come over here? Well, you, you guys know? make this for us? Sure. And not only that, we're going to learn what it is. And then they just made their own. And we're like, God damn it. We showed them what it was. They assimilated. Yeah. I, I. It's craziness. If somebody just sent me a thing that said, here are the signs of Jimmy Fallon's uh, toxic work environment. And if you work in one. And all of it's just like, if you're uncomfortable. It's a toxic work environment. I did not. No. You don't have to be uncomfortable. I'm uncomfortable with Brady. It's not really that toxic. You saying terrible things about Apple doing the right by us is a toxic feeling, but just between us for a second. Uh, but it's like a single leader can ripple out. And they're basically saying they're turning this article is Yahoo. It looks to me to be um, a call for communism because the main thing of toxic work environment was single leader. A boss. Having a boss is a toxic work environment, essentially, is what they said. Regarding toxic bosses, uh, one might be glaringly obvious. It's not like you have a toxic leader, but if you have a singular boss, a lot of the times they are personable and enjoyable and charming, and that makes you comfortable when they're toxic. So when they're nice to you, that's kind of toxic, too, because eventually they're going to tell you what to do, and that's going to make you and feel they bad. And knife in your make back. you uncomfortable when your boss actually has the nerve to say, hey, you have to get something done. Well, you're always so nice to me. Well, today I'm noticing that you're not getting some stuff done, so finish up. <gasps> toxic environment. He says there's plenty of situations to be weary of. Seeing your peers being treated in a manner that would cause you to be embarrassed is toxic. So let's say Brady's not doing a thing, not getting anything done, and I'm killing it, and I'm happy, and Trip comes in and he goes, you need to get it together, dipstick. And he walks by and be like, geez, if he called me a dipstick, I'd be sad. This is a toxic work environment for everyone. Even though, clearly, there was a dipstick in the room not getting things done. 
So that's toxic now. If you see somebody else uncomfortable, you're uncomfortable. That's all it takes. A singular boss. So this whole article is basically like, when there's a guy in charge, usually that's bad. We used to call that the pecking order. Goddamn boss came in, made my ass tighten because I'm not getting my budgets. I'm in big trouble. You you have to have that, don't you? At a workplace? Well, thank you. have to have one well, dude that walks on the job site and makes everybody go, oh, Jesus, there he is. That has to happen. I remember when Ray Perry used to own Tony Romas. And we were all dicking around, having fun, doing our thing. And his car would pull into the parking lot. You've never seen people work harder tight. immediately. Because <laughs> that dude made an ass pucker just showing up. Because he it was his business. He came in going, I don't want to watch. I'm not paying you guys to, you know, roll around and... and Play grab ass all day, get some work done, and he wasn't wrong. That that uh, will never change. That's what this is trying owners, to change. Owners are coming in, singular. No matter what, it's like straight up your office. We got the uh, owners coming in. If that you know, is a thing, but according to this article, that shouldn't be toxic. The that key to toxicity be. is a singular individual that can do that. It has to be group. Everybody has a say. That's called socialism, and it can f- right off. I prefer it when there's a guy you can say, all right, that dude's in charge. We're going to be all right. It created more jobs. What, for? HR. <laughs> well, sure, HR. Gets a whole new department. Tons of, de- tons of HR paperwork getting filed and HR people being hired. and It's ridiculous. Your toxic work environment is whether or not you're a pussy. That's basically what it is. I don't <laughs> like being told what to do. Oh, I'm sorry. I-, I forgot. When you wake up in the morning, you tell your wife, off to fun. Oh, no, wait, you say work off to work since when is that something you're like i need to have a good time at work or it's toxic you're making real toxic behavior you're minimizing it because there are some bosses out there that are like terrible human beings and that's toxicity a dude telling you what to do isn't toxic i can't imagine jimmy fallon is a toxic person they used an example yesterday of Steve how, Harvey was accused right, oh yeah, of he, had, he had a bunch of stuff saying, this is how it works. Ellen, I, I'm in charge. Else, yeah. This is how it works. And if you want to work, Ellen, yeah. You want to work here? This is my life. I've put my life into this. My name's on the show. You're going to do what I say. And if you don't like it, get out. The show is successful, by the way. Like, the Ellen show is like the best daytime talk show in the history of revenue ever. So whatever she was doing was working. But they used an example of how Jimmy Fallon was in the writer's room at SNL once. And Tina Fey was in there, and Amy Poehler was dicking around with Seth Meyers joking, and she did something very gross. Like, the writer's room evidently gets really kind of loud, and, he, and she did something very unladylike and gross, and Fallon goes, Ugh, stop it, I don't like that. Now, at the time, Jimmy Fallon was probably the, the star of Saturday Night Live, so he had a little pull and push around there. And he, all he said to her was, stop it, I don't like that, that's disgusting. And she turned, and she goes, I don't care if you don't like it, who are you? <gasps> and they're like, that was an example of Jimmy using his weight and being toxic. No, it wasn't. It was him telling uh, Amy Poehler. Sounds like the other way around. Well, uh, Amy Poehler. It's a writer's room. It's Saturday Night Live. There's going to be some stuff in there that you're like, ooh, uncomfortable moment. <laughs> you're toxic behavior. You're toxic. That's a, that's a tough one to determine that in that kind of room, like you're saying. <laughs> They're yeah, spitballing ideas. They're, they're being comedians. Yeah. There's a room of 12 people vying for time on a show and probably uh, venting out some of the more disgusting sketches and ideas that can't go on the air. I can't imagine what goes on behind this. Remember when Chris Farley 
took a out the window of his office. And the story that, you know, uh, Jay Moore's told us, that I think uh, Rob Schneider told us, and all, it was legendary that he's like, I'm going to push Yeah, out it's the-. true. Yeah, and everybody's like, that was very true. Because Chris, Chris was always trying to make everybody see him. He was very insecure, screamer, yeller, uh, you know. He, he wanted people to notice Chris Farley. So he'd do, like, crazy stuff. And he pooped out a window. That's toxic. But hilarious if I had this. And it creates a great story later. If any of you guys started to poop out the window, I'd be like, my God. You'll get your great story, but you will be fired. You're probably going to get in trouble. Go for the story, kid. (laughs) Well, that's just kind of lame behavior. Like, you go, and I'm not going to tell on you. Unless Lorne Michaels walks by and sees you doing it. or Even still, Lorne Michaels would be like, that's great stuff, Chris. Excellent work. Because it's going to make the news. And Chris Farley took a deuce out the window. And they'd be like, oh, we've reprimanded him. But. They weren't going to fire him for stuff like that. He was That's who they hired. They probably discouraged it. But when he took dumps out the window, it was probably heavily encouraged to watch a fat man hang his ass out a window in New York City and actually do it. You've been hit by worse stuff in the head when you're walking around the streets of New York. <laughs> Little human feces, no big deal. you got Ebola running all over the ground. Uh, this one says, that should be another qualification, John, for the Vegas Strip. No dirty Android users. <laughs> it would weed out all the crazies. I'm not on your same pay level, but that blue in my text message makes me feel like I am. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's our vetting process. Yeah, the vetting process. That makes you feel like a rich king. King for a day every time you hit that little arrow and it blue goes onto your phone. Good for you, king. It's one of those things, too, if you're in a group message and stuff, and you got the one guy that doesn't, and it's like, God damn it. You try to send him a funny meme, like going in 60 seconds with a picture of Aaron Rodgers, and the green guy, you see that bar won't load, and you're like, this is going to come back to the little red uh, exclamation point because of him. (laughs) Can't send you pictures. Well, every time you do, they're all fuzzy anyway. Man, because your Android's stupid. Go get a real phone. (laughs) You know, Android's technology is better. Shut the f*** up you got a bad one tell that to medea every day she's got one. Oh yeah she's green yeah there's that's what we should break. goes along with the packers green you know uh, I mean, yeah. we shouldn't have uh republican and democrat we should have blues and greens <laughs> blues and greens that's where you're at i'm a green oh i'm sorry here's five dollars <laughs> i'm not broke you're just not making good decisions <laughs> and don't try to convince me you're in a better situation Grady, you went blue after a while. I did. And I think we've been more inclusive with you since because it's harder. It's easier to send you things now. Stay blue, my friends. That's what I say. And I'll tell you what. Sometimes I see those Samsungs open up into that weird big screen TV. Oh, the new folding one? Yeah. Damn, that's neat. (laughs) Apple, get on board with that because that's really cool. But it's still green. Jet's green. And we all know what happens there. Bad things. Uh, let's get a wake-up song, shall we? Uh, call us up, 585-9800. A good one! And we'll scream it together. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! It's out of control now. 98 morning sickness. morning sickness. There you go. Thank you, quite kindly, Alliance. On this, what could be a rainy Tuesday afternoon. They're saying in the afternoon we're going to get rain. Remember rain? It's cool. I heard think about so. Heard, I've heard that. I actually had a little, the real? little this past weekend. You did? When you go up north, oh, you know yeah, how those showers north, come in like 10 minutes and then they're gone. Yeah, you went up to the 
the beautiful White Mountains. That's right. Yeah, it's nice. That's, that's that smell is really good up there. I like that. The uh, uh, emails that are floating in about iPhone versus Android. I, I may have accidentally started a war. Uh, Justin says the problem seems pretty simple to me, John. Oh no, this is about toxic work environment. Problem seems uh, simple to me, John. Men and women shouldn't be allowed to work in the same location. Go on. Uh, we're too different biologically and emotionally for a workplace. And I send you this email with my Android phone. Apple is the Scientology of cell phones. Ride my dick of hate. <laughs> all right, all right. It's a war. Yeah, there's truth to that, too, that uh, men's way of handling things and women's way of handling things uh, colliding over the last 40 years in the workplace has created a very weird situation. There was no toxic workplace back in the day. Maybe there should have been, uh, but it seemed like the secretaries enjoyed blowing their bosses, and that was kind of like uh, the good old days days of USA. (laughs) Back when stuff got done. (laughs) That was just called the workplace. That was just called work, damn it. Now, if anybody's ever said, well, if you want to keep your job, dot, 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 and then you're starting to deal with it. But, you know, if you were having a nice time with Don Draper and he's, you're both drunk because people used to do that at work, too. And the next thing you know, you're rolling around on that couch. I mean, there was a reason why there was a couch in your boss's office and a bunch of alcohol. And he was going to try to bone the employees. Yeah. And, you know, and I, I kind of... Chuck's old... Uh... Oh, man, oh, man. <laughs> I kind of agree with the idea that you're not supposed to intentionally try to bone people at work but sometimes it just happens uh, rex emails and says hey it's one of your smarter listeners here iphones have the best camera but iphones are specifically designed so that the battery chemically dies after a couple years i had a friend as an engineer for iphone uh, they made their glass screen too small so they will crack easier not to mention they've constantly been taking stuff samsung uh, made and renamed it Uh, Most of the time, a little bit worse. And only applying that years later. They purposely used propaganda to get people to buy them at a higher and higher price to imply that anything else you buy would be a poor person's decision. iPhone people got scammed and will continue to scam themselves. That is very true. And Brady was a perfect example of that a little while ago, telling you Apple's in it for you. Now, I've also been scammed. They are, because they're adding another 200 to this new iPhone. Yes, you've got to recognize you've been scammed, and then you're in the scam, and it's like brutal. There's no pulling out of it now. But yes, they've done that. They've done it. That's called marketing. Marketing is a great, powerful uh, thing where the, they teach you that in Marketing 101. Advertising stuff is like, look, have your product, make it look like everybody is rich and having fun, and you're not unless you use that product. I want to be like them is the most effective marketing campaign there is. Why do you think rap took off in the 80s and 90s when they recognized, you know what? If we just flash money and uh, women's asses, we look like we're in a nonstop party. And then rock and roll did the same thing. And then what did we do? Rock went down another road road of, you know, demons and Life skulls sucks. and everybody. everything's awful. And we don't hang out with chicks anymore. And I hate my dad. And rap and country decided to say, hey, look, we're surrounded by great and butts. People went, I like that. I prefer musically rock and roll, but the uh, atmosphere of the party of what's going on over in the world of country, if it wasn't for that music, that does look fun. 
unless you're a person of color. Then it just looks like a rally. <laughs> but yeah, like rap music, you know, those videos, I was intrigued. I've never seen so much money just getting thrown out of somebody's hand and chicks were everywhere. I'm like, they've got this figured out. You get a stack of cash and start throwing it in the air. Chicks with big butts show up. No fastbacks allowed. It's almost like a genie's lamp. <laughs> if you rub enough stacks of hundreds, chicks with big butts just show up. I understand somebody was throwing money in the air. Yes, come on in. That's your more than welcome. Look at that ass on that one. <laughs> this is a magic potion. Meanwhile, I go see Slayer. I got 14,000 Indians, and they brought their sister, and everybody's mad at their Indian dad. <laughs> it just gets a little violent for my taste, although the music is more fun. Yeah, it's marketing. They marketed themselves as a party. That's a fun thing. All right, it's time for a debate. Two debates. Are we prepared? Let's do it. Can you still watch that 70s show? Brady, go. Never watched in the All first right, place. But, so even more reason to go, yeah. hey, what's would the big Would I go buzz? back to it? Yeah, would you watch it now? Is it something that because they just took the Cosby show off more networks. Uh, like even the people that hung on, it clung on dearly to the idea that the Cosby show was just something wonderful at the time has finally kind of met its end, and now there's, like, nobody syndicating the Cosby show. Like, there used to be two networks, and it was, like, BET9 and something else. Like, uh, Centric, I think, still ran it, but now they're like, nah, we can't do it anymore. It's, it's all this, it's getting worse. Like, people are lashing back on it. And that was pretty much abandoned. Can you still watch that? You can't watch Cosby show. Can you still watch that 70s show? Yes. You say yes. I want, Now, can you watch the Cosby show? Yes. Well, you can, but I'm saying, you know what I'm saying, socially. Oh, yeah, but if I owned a network, could I yeah, run Yeah, would you run it? Or... Yeah, that's what I'm asking. I don't okay. care about you personally. Oh, I thought that's what you are asking. Well, I'm kind of, yeah. of course Brady's going to say, of course I can. There's plenty of good people. No, I know your answer. If, if it was running the network right now, yeah, if you're, yeah it, I, it's got to be uh, temporarily it? off. It's got to go, right? Yep. It's not. It's still running on like. I, I think Antenna TV, TV pulled it, though. Oh, did they? Yeah, because okay, so now close. they're doing world uh, funny home videos or something. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Now, what if you find out that half the people in those home videos are rapists? You don't know those people's history. They're randos, though, yeah, so it doesn't, it doesn't matter. matter. I guess that's true. And, you know, you could uh, argue the fact that it's uh, appealing. The trial is, uh, you know, there's an appeal it's involved. Go to bump. So he's not quite but there. you can't run the Seinfeld episode of... Uh, Kramer accidentally lighting the Puerto Rican flag on fire and stomping it out because it's offensive to Puerto Ricans and it can never run again. The South Park episode can never run again where they drew Muhammad. Oh, yeah. You can't do it. So, I mean, what did you just cut Danny Masterson completely? Any episode about that guy and it's over? You used to like the show, right? You used to watch it. Uh, I, I would watch it if it was on. I wasn't right. like a regular a fan. No, I mean, you but, know, I, yeah, I don't know if hate it. Do we just cancel that entire thing? Here's the other. Thing. Wouldn't affect me in the least. So I mean, I'm like, okay. So I was reading about the uh, the lady that was screaming and yelling at Ashton Kutcher about you know I know what was going on on that set. You right. forget I was there for five years. You're as big a monster as him. All right. Because as I read it, I'm like, she's. I think it was a she. It was a she. Going on and on about how the culture of rape was on that 70s show set and it was a terrible thing. And he was having sex with Mila Kunis and she was only like 16 or 17 at the time. And uh, like there was this big thing. Um, it's 
kind of retroactive badassery to say, you remember I knew about all that then. Then why didn't you say something then? That's my whole thing. It's yeah. like if it was that bad, it, it yeah. was just as bad then as it is now. But now all of a sudden you're getting all this press. And, uh, right. But then maybe she was and no one was picking well, it she up. She doesn't say that. I kept, no, she's I like, I, I kept my mouth shut because she wanted to keep her job. Like, and that's not good. But calling them monsters when you knew this was all going on mm-hmm. the whole time, you weren't participating. But aren't you kind of culpable in it? It's the thing about being an accessory to the crime. If you knew OJ did it. And you have evidence that he did it, and you sit on it. You're as guilty as him. It's all the way back to the uh, the original big boy that exploded with Weinstein. Right. How many people knew? Still made the movies. Yep. Still did the... Uh, and went on with it going, and but now to go, oh, you're a monster. I'm like, hold on a second. You knew this whole time, and now that it's convenient, you can start shouting out what a terrible person he is, and you've known the whole time. Well, if you knew the whole time, you should have taken some sort of stand if it bothers you as much as you say it does today. I don't know that lady's story or why she was there, and I really don't know what she's talking about with Ashton Kutcher, but to thinly veil the idea that he was raping and was involved in a murder and all that other stuff is like, well, if you know this stuff, isn't it your responsibility to say something? If you're this bothered by it that you'll kind of threaten to tell? If I knew Brady killed someone and I've kept it quiet for 20 years and I just waited for Brady and I not to like each other, that's just a dick move on my part. It's like when women get divorced from men and then tell all their friends he had a small wiener. Yeah, but you lived with it for 20 years. It doesn't make sense. You seem to enjoy it for at least 16 or 17 of those years. Now it's just bitterness. It's crazy when money gets involved, too, on that stuff in the the system. Well, I mean, you see all all these movies from the government stuff, the cover-ups, or, well, we got a good thing going here. Yeah. And then everybody comes out and goes, this was terrible. Yeah. The one whistleblower that says, I've been trying to do this for years, is the only hero. And they usually get stomped on. So yeah, that 70s show thing is very weird because uh, like, I, there, there was an article I read yesterday that said the Cosby show was almost immediately taken off of everything except for mostly African-American networks. They, they clung on to it and said, no, no, no. It's not done yet. But everywhere else, like if there was a rerun being shown on TV, it was gone. Middle America wasn't dealing with it. Not watching the Cosby show ever again. And then, uh, But that 70s show seems to have a past. The article was basically like, it's a white guy show about white 70s behavior. And uh, it doesn't seem to have that same stigma on it because it wasn't, and it wasn't the star either. It was like one of the other characters. So where do we draw that line? Like, Because there's been like Kevin Spacey movies, even though kind of he's... Innocent. Back when, oh, yeah, exactly. Like OJ. He did something because he admitted it in his letter and then later was like, but it wasn't wrong according to law. You can't watch Kevin Spacey movies. Now you can. So it's, that's basically how we have to do this. How many bad dudes were in old movies? I sent you that thing yesterday. I, I don't remember that, the Larry King and Cosby. Oh, I know the God. routine that Spanish he had, Fly. Spanish Fly, but there's an interview with Larry King and Cosby. <laughs> talking about spanish fly and they're having a good time yeah. talking about loving it, but, every second and of it. i understand you know it's like buying x-ray glasses when you're a kid and right. the, he, he's kind of talking about a little drop of the spanish the head fly. of a pin yep and then larry says yep you put it in her coke larry knew how it worked yeah put it in her coke and then bill went and then yes hello america she's yours she's yours <laughs> we'll be right back <laughs> houston hello have you ever raped a woman bill cosby's here you see, you don't rape them. You just kind of put them to sleep, you see. <laughs> Bill, rapist. 
It's a it's a weird interview. No, it doesn't age well, but it's Bill Cosby and Larry King chatting away about Spanish Fly, and uh, they're super the happy. Magic about it. of it again, though. Retroactively, you used to be able to buy Spanish Fly in the back of a cracked magazine when I was a kid. Yeah, Madden cracked sold Spanish Fly. It was never real. Same with the X-ray glasses, right? Right, <laughs> those were sea big monkeys on those. And- <laughs> Sea monkeys, exactly. I, I think, I think those are the top items. I think we've triggered Brady's X-ray glasses. It's the third time you've mentioned those. You were burned by X-ray glasses. Yeah. No, they're always in the. Those are the three top. I don't yeah. see through anything. This is garbage. This sea monkey isn't wearing a crown. <laughs> garbage. I bought these to see Mrs. Johnson's Nothing. giant cantaloupes, and I, all I'm seeing is a pinhole version of her sweater. Morning, Mrs. Cunningham. <laughs> and oh, those couldn't have been more subtle. <laughs> <laughs> with the word x-ray written on them and the spinny little circles no one would have known you were trying to and, and plus if you were a smart kid you knew that you were just going to get her bones for god's sake <laughs> x-ray glasses i'm getting those i'm getting those no one will ever know just slide those on and take a look at some jesus christ she's got a tumor i don't want to see x-ray versions of women Sea Monkeys was a massive disappointment. Massive. Because I believed that was... I went happen. in twice. I went in multiple times. And then as an adult again, I'm like, maybe I just didn't feed them right. <laughs> maybe they do... <laughs> Try it again. Maybe they do grow into a kingdom. Uh, just little brine shrimp and filthy water. Like the day you pour them in the water, the water goes to garbage. Brown. It starts clouding up. You go through that magnifying glass to try to see one of them and it swims by and I'm like, uh, he's not royalty. I'll wait for the king to swim by and... Where's the castle? Shouldn't they be doing some construction in there? That's what they should have sold you. It's like the castle in the. Well, they had that crappy oh, I, I got picture. One. Yeah, but they the little it, plastic. Uh, yeah, you could get that. Ram with the little mini. That was extra. Monkey castle. They yeah. put the. If you remember the beginnings of Sea Monkeys, or maybe it was the middle when I was getting them. They had the background you could tape to the back of the glass, made it look like there was some sort of. Then they finally Place. put magnifying bulbs in. Oh, the, the magnifying place. bulbs. Yeah. That was yeah. my generation. Yeah. Those were pretty great. And they'd swim by. But in the commercial, they'd swim by, and one would be wearing a crown. Like, I'm running Good this day, place. Son. I'm running this place. <laughs> oh, the coronation. I kept waiting. Your eminence. But I'd have fallen for Spanish Fly. Spanish Fly was in everything. Movies and everything. So Bill Cosby saying Spanish Fly jokes at the time was his thing. Now, actually putting a woman to sleep and having sex with her, that was not Spanish fly. That dude was getting some pharmaceuticals, and that's where he really, he took it to another level. Can't watch that show anymore. It doesn't, it doesn't seem right. That 70s show, I never really liked it in the first place, and you know why? I hated Danny Masterson's character. I couldn't stand him. And I don't know why. Older, I just, creepier brother. He was just, a, he was just, I just, he reminded me of everything about the 70s I didn't like. Those weird, you know, half-tinted glasses and that hair. I'm like, yuck, hippie. And I just didn't like him. But if we, you know, if we have to sit and, and gauge whether or not we can enjoy something based on the behavior of the cast, get rid of a lot of stuff. Because there's a, I mean, that's all Hollywood is, is a rape culture. Well, they're pointing it now towards uh, Scientology, and Scientology has fired back with some interesting... Uh, sure. Well, that's going to be a battle because it's an easy out. But, I mean, you want to go back and say we shouldn't have had some sort of big tribute to Bob Barker because technically that dude 
Nothing but a, just a massive sexual harasser. He wasn't doing anything wrong at the time, but if you're going back retroactively with today's eyes on it, he's not a good dude by today's standards. But he's a hero because he never got caught doing anything real bad. He just boned those beauties. And who who can blame him? You surround me, you, Brett, and Toledo with 15 models. And they name them like Brady's beauties. <laughs> you're going to try. One of them starts liking you. You're the star. You're pulling in $20 million a year. The Brady's beauties are going to be attracted to Brady because they're going to realize this is my bread and butter right here. And he nailed a couple of Barker's beauties. I want to be a special beauty. (laughs) Yeah, I want to be the best beauty. I want to be Bob's favorite. I want to be his best bitch. (laughs) If Barker was the pimp. And that's what it is. Just got moved up to the showcase showdown. She's the number one. And her career got better because she got to stand next to the wheel. The other girl had to stand next to the Honda. This one got new car. It's a Honda. This one got trip to Amsterdam. Oh, my God, a European vacation. And he, the Barker's beauties were hot. Can we watch the old Price of Prices Rights? I suppose. When can I change from catching the Swiss climber? Right, I don't, want, different. I don't want to do Plinko anymore. No one pays attention to me in Plinko. I want to put out a new car. A new car! <laughs> they always had a hot girl standing next to a new car. Yeah, the guess the price of the Vandekamp pork and beans girl <laughs> right. and that was, girl's you know. hand was yeah. pretty. <laughs> Look, my hand's on camera. Vandekamp pork and beans, delicious for the whole family. Berthilda, go ahead and stand next to that one. <laughs> I hate my job. <laughs> You're not going to be one of Barker's beauties with that attitude. A new car! And then beautiful lady standing there. And Barker is nailing them. We find that out 25 years later, get a little heat for it. He quits the show, not because of that, but it was like time. And he's a hero. My hero through all the last 10, 12 years has been uh, the dude from Lake Wobegon, Garrison Keeler. Keeler. He, he somehow or another had a sexually charged Sunday night PBS show <laughs> that was run on NPR as well. A radio show, live from Lake Wobegon. Some lady said, a couple of times, he dry-fingered my bottom. <laughs> and they're like, oh. Garrison, what? Yeah, I played a little grab-ass with me, and then he would dry-finger goose me every once in a while. He thought it was funny. We don't. We're trying to get him. And Garrison just said, I quit. And he went home, and we never heard from him again. <laughs> never got fired. Never went through the trial. Just looked at the, looked at the settings going, I've been dry-fingering a lot of the ladies at Lake Wobegon. I quit. And he walked away. I'm like, that's how you do it. I'll make it easy for you. Yeah. I never understand the guy that that did it and then fights back to try to save his reputation. It goes away so fast. If you've got enough money, like he did, Garrison Keillor yeah, was Yeah, timing was key on that. He was in the hashtag Me Too moment, and they, they tried to get Garrison Keillor, for God's sakes. Guy like Matt Lauer, a little more on the line. <laughs> Lauer. Again, part of the guilt of the Matt Lauer thing was the... Uh, technician and the nbc executives that allowed him to have a door lock from the inside with a magic button at his desk that forced the lock yeah when you heard that clicking and you were in matt's office you were about to get kissed against your will badly <laughs> send in one of barker's beauties i just want to she's on the set bring is that what happened to your door just made a funny click don't worry about that dog i always think about that when i we have those on our door you got a key button yeah and, the, and you just hear that 
makes that, that vault sound? What was that? <laughs> and you, if you had a button installed to lock the to lock someone in with you, first off, you don't trust your game. If I got to lock you in like a zoo animal, I'm like, I'm getting it either way. Come on in, Betty. I have no charm at all. I'm not Pepe Le Pew. If you're trying to escape, I let you. And I understand it. Like, it's always made sense to me. What if you, in Lauer's office, you hear that, the block, <laughs> then a Murphy bed comes down. <laughs> oh, my. This button's done double duty. We've all, you know, I don't know how, like, we've all gotten the forehead push. Or the shoulder tap when we're down performing that uh, special act on a lady. Mm-hmm. You get that little push. It doesn't take much pressure for me to go, this is miserable. I got to get out of here. I can't imagine having the door locked. <laughs> thinking she's getting whatever I give her. She can't even escape. Like, it just doesn't run through my mind. Let's just talk about this. <laughs> right. I'm not going to unlock it until we talk about this. Everybody's gotten that index finger to the forehead. What's going on? What's going on? Just it's sensitive. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. I see what's going on. I assume you're having a terrible time if I'm there. I'm not locking you in that room. Everything you're doing is against your will if I'm down there. <laughs> this poor person. You try a couple of deep reaches while she's pushing your forehead away. I'll get one good one in there before I'm done. Let's watch that 70s show. All right. That sounds like a good idea. The other thing to talk about is in Buckeye, Arizona. Oh, said no one ever. I know. This is a tough one. Thriving town. So on, uh, in April, they did a study on this thing. They found out some information, and they got some lady who was a teacher, 42 years old. And last October, they found out she may have been having an inappropriate relationship with her student, who was 17. Oh, so close. And she's 42. So evidently... Uh, they started touching and feeling each other in August of last year. She quit in October and then continued on evidently doing some stuff with him. Should she go to jail? By the law? Yeah, not the law, but I'm saying, yeah. you, know, you know, we're not the law. 17, boy, 42. It's leave it up to the boy. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's I think at 17, we're we're oh so close to allowing that kid to go to war. Yeah, you know, I think it's okay. Is it flipped around? Oh, flipped around, totally different story. There, I don't. And it shouldn't be that. Absolutely, it should be. It absolutely should be. A man is a predator. A woman is a recipient. There, there's a. It is just a fact. That is, men are predatory. And a man who can take advantage of a young girl is a predator. A woman who does it is a romantic. At 17, I mean, it's still not right. There's something wrong with her. But is it criminal? Because a dude's goal is to get laid. A girl's goal is to not push it out there. So when you can get manipulated by an older man's mind, think about your brain now compared to how easy it would be to talk somebody young into doing what you wanted them to do. Because they just don't have the brain juice. A boy's brain juice is one single thing at 17, which is usually just sex. Yep. And, and I'm doing, I'm doing marriage yeah. and family. <laughs> right. and Everything I'm doing is to make money, to be cool, so chicks dig me. And when a teacher's kind of throwing the, the vibes his way, and he's seven, he could be one of those 17-year-olds that looks like he's about 25. 
Is it really that bad? I think Brett's right. We let the boy decide. Yep. Are you okay? I'm good. It's like an injury. It's like Demar Hamlin standing over Aaron Rodgers. Get up, man. <laughs> that was weird. Yeah, it was weird. You probably shouldn't do that anymore. You're going to get people arrested. I mean, in a way, he kind of ruined it. Because now she's got to go to jail. I think the penalty should be very light. What what her husband thinks. And that's the thing. She's also single. In this particular oh, case. She? Oh. Now, if he was 18, would people lose their minds? 42 and 18? No. I don't think so either. You can't. You're told. He's 18. He's an adult at that point. That's that's the point. Like, how much different mentally is he going to be in the next eight months, seven months, however long when his birthday is? So, yes, there's a double standard. And no, it should not be even. There's nothing close to even about it at all. Not even a little bit. Then you go back to my theory. You look at the picture of her and go, my God, throw her in jail immediately. Oh, I didn't see that. It's not like Brittany Zamora. It still baffles me. She could have had any dude she wanted. She chose a 12-year-old. You got to put that in jail. She was hot. This one, not so much. But they're, they're talking, you know, like, how do you, how do you punish her? Buckeye police uh, detective said the alleged sexual abuse started in August, shortly after Kramer left the school in October, and the investigation was complete. Evidence was turned over, so... Uh, they got her on multiple counts of sexual conduct with a minor. Mm. You got pictures? I got a video. I, mean, I might have a picture. It's okay. It's her mug shot. It's not fair. Oh, it didn't... You know, oh they're, they're right there. Oh, guilty. Yeah. yeah <laughs> well, throw no, the book we, at her. She's definitely guilty. No, throw the I mean... book at her. <laughs> <laughs> guilty as charged. I'm sorry, but that's some grooming. I was going to say, <laughs> she groomed him. The things that poor boy had to see, my Jesus. God. Jesus. Now, the investigator. All right. All right. Not bad, right? She's pretty good. Now he's just a lucky boy. That kid's like, oh, damn it. I chose poorly. She definitely fooled him. When you look at a picture of her, you're like, she did terrible mind manipulation tricks on him. Was he cited? Because if he was cited, then she's a criminal. It's weird, though, but it's true. 17. I mean, my grandpa was in uh, New Guinea fighting World War II when he was 17. Still, the used advantage to lie and get into the military. Yeah, and then I mean, I don't know if every state now is uh, federal. Is it now eighteen? Because I'm at times sure. there were sixteen. Yeah, there used to be a few. My grandma got married years ago when she was sixteen. No big deal. But my grandpa was twenty six. All right, all right. <laughs> and then they tried to convince us that they were uh, well behaved until she was eighteen. Mm-hmm. My grandpa. Was a bit of a perv. He worked with her uh, after he came back from the war. He worked at a movie theater and saw this young little lady walking around uh, Vincennes, Indiana. That one's not bad. How old's she? 16? He goes, yes, I'm going to marry her. Well, and that's the thing. He had to court her. So she was like 15 when they met. And he was cool with that. He was the dude running the projector at the movie house. She was selling candy. Next thing you know, he's on top of her. Give her the old what for. (laughs) Making my mom. She was 18. She had my mom. He was 28. Ah, Strong. (laughs) Farm farm town. Not a farm town. They weren't farmers. They were were, uh, workers. 
Vincennes had a lot of farming. They weren't part of it. Yeah. I don't even know what Alvar and I think my other grandparents were just arranged. Alvar and Isabel, they were they were pretty much just you're gonna be on top of that and you're gonna allow it and it's nobody else. Yeah, there's a photo there of go, a teacher. What do you think, Brady? Should she be in jail? Phys ed, what'd yes. she teach? This <laughs> <laughs> yeah. ball breaker from uh Porky's yeah, definitely <laughs> had something to do with uh, helping out these softball teams infield skills. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. I'm sorry, Woo. son. Yeah. And if you're the dad, you're like, let me see. What were you thinking? Yeah, give him a smack. She clearly hypnotized you, you. My boy would have never done that with her without some sort of Spanish lie. It's real. <laughs> Miss Cosby? See, and that's the difference, Brady, right there. No woman bought Spanish fly and tried to get it in a dude's drink. We're already built in. Well, she might have. She probably did. <laughs> she has to. But that's the difference between the predator man versus the predator woman. We're built in Spanish fly. You don't have to try too hard. You just have to ask. A girl, we're not the pursuers. Same. Yeah, we're the ones who we're 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 the apex. We're going forward to eat, and occasionally get that finger on our forehead that makes us the air for a few seconds. I'm not sure in this case, though. You don't think so? <laughs> she might have no. been a predator. I don't. I don't. Yeah. But he's 17. I think the boy's all right. Brett's right. Judge Brett wins this one with the let's let the boy decide how bad yeah. it was. You think you can walk this one off? I think I'm going to be all right. Well, I don't know. After seeing yeah. that picture. Eh. I've never met a guy. I'm 51 you, you years know, old. You're talking about that kid and say he comes home and is, tells his dad, well, we're going to get married. You're like, oh, my God. In fact, someone who uh, I talked to recently, I will, I will refrain from using names. Just told me a story last week. He was asking me about teachers I knew. And he said he went to uh, a certain elementary school. And I said, I never went to that elementary school. I just lived by it. He goes, oh, I went there. And he goes, you know what? The one I went to? Yes. Okay. Said, you know what's crazy? Because <laughs> he he's asking me if I remembered. And I'm like, and we're like nine years apart. I'm like, I, A, I wouldn't have known them. And B, I didn't go to that school anyway. And he goes, oh, you don't remember this lady? I'm like, no, just my first grade teacher. I'm like, no kidding. And he goes, yeah. And he goes, so uh, the day I graduated high school, uh, we were at a party, and it was her house. And he goes, and the next thing you know, I'm in my first grade teacher. <laughs> like, oh, my God. You banged your first grade teacher? And, like, she, she remembered you? And he goes, oh, yeah. We talked about my time with her and all oh my that. God. And I'm like, that's how you got her. How'd she look? <laughs> That's what I said. Yeah. She must have been hot. I didn't get. I didn't get that vibe. From I'm not. I'm not. Oh, talking so it was about like this that, one then. Well, I'm thinking of my first grade teacher, who was an elderly woman named Mrs. Stewart with a U. Mine was pretty hot. Mrs. Mine, Chrome. Mine, mine was wasn't. no freaking way. Mine was still alive by the time I graduated. She was almost dead when I was in first grade with her, which is why I got it out of the way then. <laughs> oh, <Yeah. laughs> all right. <laughs> Yeah, so he told me that story. Years is later, that gross? Or actually, less than that. Yeah, it was like 12, 12, 12 years, years later. later. 11. But it, still, he went from five, six years old to 17, and she's like, I've had my eye on you for a while. Isn't she just as bad? Well, at least she waited. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's grosser than the 42-year-old teacher finding the probably, um, you know, more advanced 17-year-old boy attractive and giving him a good run. Larry brings up a good point. He says, commit a crime at 17, you can still be tried as an adult. How does that work? There you go. So There you go. That's a great point. 
Yeah, they can weigh the options and go, all right, he, he has his faculties about him. We yeah. can try him as an adult. That's right. So technically, he can be treated as an adult for boning that hideous woman that was clearly very lonely and couldn't find her own. Uh, judging by the mugshot, he did her a favor. <laughs> He's not turning. If I stick it in She'll you... She'll take him out. Will you leave me alone? Yes. <laughs> you got to face the other way, though, okay? <laughs> oh, no problem. That's what everybody asks me to do. All right, good. Can we have all the lights out? I, I, I don't know any other way. Cool. You still have coffee breath. I'm getting an A, though, right? I'm getting an A. Oh, you'll get an A, all right. All right. Yuck. Oh, your house smells like cat pee. I have a lot of cats. I figured. <laughs> How come you can't find a man? Oh, God, I just, just caught your reflection. I answered my own question. <laughs> mirror, mirror. Ugh. Do you have kids? No, I just have stretch marks in weird places for no reason. Oh. oh. What happened to your belly button? <laughs> oh, it's in there. Keep digging. Keep digging around. <laughs> You'll find it. I put a Jolly Rancher in it. Kids love those. <laughs> You'll find it. Ooh, watermelon. Too sweet. Anyway. I was reading that story. I'm kind of like, well, I'm not so sure. That's a good point. He could be tried as an adult. Yeah. Can we go one four-month gap without some teacher in this town boning one of their students and having this debate? Seems like every four months we get another one. We're like, I nailed her again. Or the other way. And, and we get the weird ones. Where I mean, the Brittany Zamora one is legendary. It's because she's hot. I know. And But then when you see the texts that that 12-year-old was sending her. Very adult. He was better than me at swinging it. This kid was smooth. Come over for sure thing. (laughs) (laughs) You look like you got a little uh, Latina in you, you know, like a little Spanish. You want some more, baby? Huh? Because I am DTF. You know what I'm saying? You're 12. I know, and I got needs, you know. It took me 12 years to grow this thing. <laughs> I cultivated it. <laughs> My people there are good at growing things. I wonder where that kid is now. He's got to be 18. And telling the story. I've, I'm, like I said, I'm 51 years old. I've been around a lot of people. Hearing that story from my friend the other day, we slapped high fives that he boned his first grade teacher. Dudes, I've never once met a guy who's like, oh, I'm pretty screwed up from the time I nailed that uh, 25-year-old girl when I was 16. Tony Roma's? All the busboys banged the waitresses. We were 15 and all of them but me. <laughs> Swainamous. <laughs> My buddy Matt hammered some 30-year-old lady that looked like she was young. She couldn't get enough of it. It was weird. The waitresses hammered the hot. And he was a good-looking football player in great shape, ripped. And uh, he's banging the, the and you know what? He's not messed up. That dude's a wildly successful man now. It made him stronger <laughs> at 16 to hammer some of those hot waitresses. And they all liked him. There was another kid named Chad. He was 17. And all he talked about was rolling the waitress over because he, he was bored with how much sex they were having. I want to do something new. Like, you're 17. Just enjoy this ride. Because <laughs> at the time, I was like 20, and I still didn't have any... And none of them like me. Yeah, I mean, on the girl side, you know, 16, 17 with the fake IDs. Whole goal is to go get an older guy. One of the bartenders liked one of the hostesses so bad, 
He got arrested at her mom's house because she, of course, lived at home right down the street from you. Oh, really? Pounding on the window, screaming that he loved her. I love you. He was 27 years old. (laughs) She was 16. He'd lost his mind. He wasn't wrong. Was he in a black and white striped shirt outside the window? (laughs) Like a... Benny Mardonis? Oh, no. No, he didn't. No, it wasn't. He was... Then he was much more subtle about his attack. Oh, really? This dude was trying to bust through windows. <laughs> yeah, he lost his job because of that. But nobody threw him in jail because we all looked at her and went, can you blame him? She gave him a taste. He had it once, and it was like, I'm going to marry her. She's forever mine. That wasn't that long ago. Bad culture. The one Spanish fly. We're built in with Spanish fly. Did you ever see a woman try to put something in your drink? She's trying to kill you. She's not trying to have sex with you. There's nothing about a woman that's like, and I'll put a little Spanish fly in his drink, and then he's all my... Never. She's killing you. That liquid plumber made me so horny. (laughs) Spanish fly for a woman is Drano, liquid plumber, something to eat out your insides to make you die. That's right. There's (laughs) never a time a woman is trying to uh, Mickey you to get you to have sex with her. That's too easy. Spanish fly was never for the ladies. I can't get laid. Maybe a little this will help. Uh-uh. Boop. You've seen a bar at 2 in the morning. We'll look over at that thing sitting at the end and go, all right, sea oh, cow, let's go. You're going to ride in the back of the flatbed. i got a team from SeaWorld that will throw water on you to keep you alive until we get this over with. This is finally happening. Yeah. Are you Spanish fly? Yeah, it's not it. That's not why. I just got a slump bust. I'm in a terrible, terrible stretch right now. Anyway, good I'm look. not sure. I'll feed you after. <laughs> okay. There's breakfast in it for you. Just one? All right, I'll double down. Uh, buffet, no problem. We <laughs> got take you. you over to the home country buffet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, buffet. Not the cheap one either. Here's your trough. I want the all-you-can-eat. All right, I bet you do. And I actually kind of want to see that end. Watch this. That girl I nailed last night's going for the record. You buy her a buffet. Do I have to go with you? It would be nice. But do I have to? (laughs) No. That's the closure. You just throw that gift card down there. (laughs) You tie it to a string on her head and have a home country buffet. All you can eat, $20 coupon. Like the carrot. (laughs) And have her crawl around the house trying to get it. (laughs) Oh, don't tie a carrot to the end of her stick. She'll cringe. Oh, no, oh, I said like a carrot. No, she'll, no, I would never make somehow that. somehow manage to run away from it. It's tied to her. Carrot! Oh! It's like throwing holy water on Regan. <laughs> anyway, it's a weird morning. A lot of weird news. But that 17-year-old, 42-year-old thing. Guilty. Looking at her, I'd say something needs to get done to make her not do this ever again. But also, was it bad? Never met a guy who told me, yeah, my life got all screwed up when I had sex with that hot 30-year-old when I was 17. I've never, ever, and maybe it is. Maybe it's something I, maybe those guys just don't talk about it. But most of them, I'll tell you from my experience, most dudes that have had that story brag about it. And most of the dudes hearing the story think he's making it up. Oh, he's lying. It's too good to be true. I was 16. I nailed my teacher. Oh, shut up. But there's only been one... Billy Flahu, whatever yeah. his name, that yeah. came back. That she did waited the time. her time, <laughs> and they got divorced later, like when they were adults and hated that each Mary Kay Letourneau chick yeah. or something. Yeah. Okay, she yeah. went to jail for a while and got out. A couple kids later, and like we're happy. This is great. And then it just didn't work out. Didn't she die? She passed away. I think. Yeah, I think she did. Yeah. 
Of old age, more than likely. Probably. But he was 12 or 13 and put a baby in it. Now, what are you going to do? Uh, Brett, what's on the big board of musical treats? Says, the world around us goes bananas. Wake Up Song brought to you by Action Ride Shop. Josh and the boys are going to get you ready for the trails this fall and uh, go on in there, get that bike tuned up. for. Uh, you get a $10 discount. If just mention KUPD, it's all you got to do. Just tell them you listen to KUPD and they're going to give you 10 bucks off. Or if you need a new bike, that thing is just too much of a wreck. Well, they got uh, all the Santa Cruz and Kona's on sale right now. Go to actionrideshop.com or just go visit the boys. They're going to get you put in the right direction. Uh, well, that's Scott uh, Haynes said, uh, hearing Brady talk about his days with the uh, sea monkeys and his affinity for fish makes me think that uh, those poor citizens of Brady's kingdom were drenched in something they didn't expect an awful lot while he wore the crown. Sea monkeys. <laughs> I like what's going on in there. Feed the monkeys. Feed the sea monkeys. <laughs> that's right. The king has spoken. And then in that magnifying glass. All of your man stuff just floating and coating, <laughs> coating all Killing those little the monkeys. You'll never be the king of my sea monkey kingdom, baby fish. Yeah, Brady can't have an aquarium that has. Remember the one the sea monkey girl had big boobs. It was a nice family. Remember? Yeah, that may be where you kind of got it. Your weird fish love the beautiful sea monkey lady. Yeah, in that there. could be. I want to live in the sea with her. I'll wear the crown. <laughs> Goop. <laughs> uh, he did it. <laughs> yeah. On the list, we got uh, Prong, uh, Lamb of God, Def Leppard for some reason, Slayer, huh? Parkway Drive, the new one from Stained, uh, Avenged, Slipknot Disaster Piece for Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> Dope Everything Sucks for Doug Hopkins and the Jets, uh, Metallica, Last Caress, Green Hell for the Jets, Ooh. and Pantera's I'm Broken for Aaron Rodgers. Oh, man, so many good ones for the Aaron Rodgers situation. Everything Sucks is pretty solid there, especially because somebody made it about Doug Hopkins. Stevie's Doug Hopkins just, they won last night, but did they? And rallying around Zach Wilson's got to be tough. Speaking of a dude who banged uh, older, he, he you know, he's the ultimate mother <laughs> He banged his friend's mom. And was, was like, it, what, all was it thumbs up about it. No, he mom. did it. He did it. He okay. boned his friend's mom, and then they asked him about it, and he goes, all right. Like, he was all yeah. proud of it. He never backed down. Which made me kind of like Zach Wilson, but he's got that frat boy face you just want to put a fist through. Uh, yeah, let's go with Everything Sucks by Dope. All right. We'll knock that one out for, for the Jets fans out there, and uh, for Bears fans, another chance to rejoice. Everything's boy, amazing. Oh <laughs> Bears fans loved last night like it was the Super oh, Bowl in 85. The, the 85 Bears didn't have the kind of joy that I saw from Bears fans last night. Oh, yeah. There were parades, people tipping cars over in Chicago. <laughs> it's crazy. Now they're like the defense, the Jets defense, like you offense, just get us uh, 17 points. We'll, Good luck. We'll win yeah. games. Good luck. Yep. Maybe. Don't win some games. They're, that defense is insane, but Zach Wilson? And then they're going to go out and get Colt McCoy. They're Coach done. McCoy. Yeah, they're all doomed. Sorry, Jets fans. That's a tough one. That's a tough pill to swallow week one. It's out of control now. I got a uh, email from a guy. We're talking about our guess the temp. 
I see, like today's screwing everything up in the guess the temp. You get a day like this on September 23rd, and you're not going to guess that temp at all. We're having that thing right there on our website. Now, normally that's one of those silly, you know, news channel guess the temperature. You know, we're a free buffet from. All right, great. We're not we're not screwing around. We're making it so you can guess the temp, and when you do, you're going to win a trip to Vegas with us in a private jet from SetJet. Head on up to Resorts World in Las Vegas. You'll be up there watching Shinedown on Friday night. Adam Ray on Saturday night. The party begins and ends with uh, the flight out there. And it's brought to you by our friends at NewACUnit.com. And all you have to do is go to 98KUPD.com. Guess the temperature on September 23rd, right? Is that what it was? September 23rd at 2.51 p.m. All the info right there at our website. You guess the proper temperature, we're just going to load you up on the plane. You're going to be the one random that we allow in. And then over the next few weeks, we're going to have opportunities to get people involved. I've even dropped a couple hints this morning that might be questions later on with the Know the Show game. We're going to get super fans. Stands. It's a trip. A plane full of stands. Taking notes. That's right. Start paying attention. They're going to quiz you about this show, and people who know the most about it are going to earn their way on. It's our 22nd birthday, and we want people who have been around for a long time. Or at least paid attention enough to catch up, you know? You, like, binged us. Zach says, hey, amigo. I like how emails start like, hi, Zach. <laughs> Long-time Mormon listener here. I knew it when I saw Hey Amigo, and it had a little emoji hand waving at me. It would be so fun if I won that Vegas private jet trip with you. However, I foresee two problems. I don't drink or smoke. So a Vegas trip seems like it would be wasted on me, and I would hate to tear that fourth de- wall down and shatter my image of you guys for real, too. Oh, you'll see Brady in his finest. He ain't. But the rest of us, you're going to see some nasty, horrible stuff. Good chance you wake up, your legs will hurt. <laughs> I think you're the best, all of you, even Dick. Like you always said, never meet your heroes. They're all assholes. So I don't want to meet you. Well, Zachary, you can still try. That's nice. I appreciate that. Just that temperature, kid. Probably, probably a good idea. If we're your heroes, first off, low bar. Second, yeah, meeting us would probably be fairly disappointing. You and Brady would walk around going to the M&M store in Vegas. Yeah. It's right where I'd take them. They get a little stupid sometimes with all the chicanery. (laughs) (laughs) You ever been in the Bellagio? They got a lot of food in there. Come on, Zach. I live with Mormons. I know how to act. And Brady can tote you around Vegas, uh, poo-pooing all the grossness while Brett and I are trying to untie our genitals from each other. (laughs) What have we done? We have a rat king. Should be fun. But it's coming up here. We're going to fly out there in October. So thanks to NewACUnit.com. Go to 98KUPD.com. Guess that temp and see if you can do it. Now, people, uh, it's going to end, I think, next, was it next, sometime next week. So waiting until, like, weather reports come out, not a bad idea. I don't think that's so bad. So if you don't do it now, but I would guess now. Because you know what I don't know? If somebody takes that time, if it's gone. Or if there can be, I, don't, I honestly don't know if you can multiple guess like 93. I would think it would be multiple and then they'd draw you'd, from you'd that. hope so, right? Yeah. But then again, because I was talking to Ben about it, I'm like, if we drag it out too far, it goes right up. Like the next thing you know, Scene McLaughlin's telling you what the temperature's going to be that day. I actually tried to encourage the point something or other in the temperature, guess it exact. You know? Now the rules are up there. Make it easy on you. But one of you randos is going to go with us. 
We can't control that. Could be a crazy. Could be a great person. Could be that wacky teacher from Buckeye. No. I just got an email from a guy that said, I just looked at the picture. Throw that 17-year-old in jail. <laughs> Something's wrong with him. Uh, anyway, it's time for the Brady Report. It's brought to you by Hooters. And you can grab three of your favorite golf buddies. Sign up right now. They're having a golf tournament. Those are impossible to put on. Uh, Hooters' first annual charity golf tournament on September 30th. $175 per player, which is great because that includes golf, lunch, Hooters swag bag, and a whole bunch of stuff they give you as you go. Charity proceeds benefit the Joy Bus, which is phenomenal. And you can see HootersArizona.com for more information. So get involved in their charity golf tournament because they're the only ones who figured out how to have a golf tournament. Which I understand is like building a skyscraper out of toothpicks now. They're really fun. Nearly impossible. I've heard about them. So hard to do. But thank you, Hooters. Brady reporter. Good Tuesday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. Happy National Chocolate Milkshake Day. You're going to knock one out? Of course. Duh. (laughs) How dare you insult him like that? (laughs) I suppose it is a day that ends in Y. Couple of baseless fun facts. Where do you go for your milkshake needs? Like, where's your? I know you like Wendy's Frosties quite a bit. Uh, like, if you're going to do a special milkshake, look at your eyes. Joe's Jesus. Farm Grill. Oh, they Agritopia. got good one, huh? yeah. yeah, they don't mess around. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I think it, they do. It's, it's business. It's just a milkshake, Brady. They're not serious about. Oh, it. <laughs> they don't mess around. There's a lot of oh, serious faces. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of serious faces. You don't <laughs> with a Joe's milkshake. These people mean it. Nobody's laughing, nobody's smiling. It's like war. Get it right. You're talking fast food? No, I'm not. Say Chick-fil-A makes a pretty good shake. Okay. But you go Joe's? That's like yeah. your go-to milkshake for, like, needs. Like when, you're, when yeah, your body is craving milkshake. Yeah, if I'm going to have a milkshake, milkshake, that's a good spot. Stupid chair. The inventor of Rubik's Cube was Erno Rubik. It took him one month to solve it the first time. Wow. The cube was first invented in Hungary in uh, 1974, but it wasn't sold as a toy puzzle internationally until 1980. Have you seen the kid who's taken them? And uh, he can solve them in like five seconds. Yeah. But he's taking them now and he's messing with the colors and building like out of hundreds of them, big art pieces. Wow. So he did one for uh, Jason Bateman's podcast with the guy from Will and Grace and Will Arnett, Sean Hayes. And he... Made an orange background, all three of their faces, and then like a blue bottom on it. And it's got, it's unbelievable. And it's just, he's mixing the white with this and like the, and it's their faces. Like it, And he does it on the spot? On the Rubik's Cube. No, 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 it takes him some time. But, you know, I mean, not like months though. Like he just gets it to where he, you know, he maps it out and this is the colors I need and this is how this one has to look. And he makes it perfect. And he doesn't, like, do what I would do, which is just take the stickers off. <laughs> he actually spins it and makes the... You've got to see these things. What's the name of that podcast, you know? Smartless. The, Smartless. Look that up. The Smartless Rubik's Cube. This kid made it. It's unbelievable. And he does art with it now. With Rubik's Cube. I still Amazing. can't get more than two colors. Two, two sides? Uh, yeah. I got yeah. 1981. I got three colors. I remember where I was. It was at Osuna Elementary School in Albuquerque, New Mexico. And me and this kid, David, were spinning our Rubik's Cubes on a Saturday. And I accidentally ended up with three. And I had no clue what to do from there. And he started screaming, you got three. It's like three clicks away from solving it. And all I did was muck up my three, trying to get the other three. Made it just brand new again. 
I, yeah, I don't know how those guys do it like in five 40 seconds. 40 years later, Brady, I still haven't solved it. I'm with you. There's a pattern, supposedly. Of course there's a pattern. Nobody knows pattern. Nobody can do it. Asian people are like born with the skill. And I'm I'm still too stupid to figure it out. I've had 40 years. Yeah, look at this. The smart list thing he I did. Think, is this what you're yeah, talking about? It. Yeah, this is it. It's flat unbelievable. Oh, that's their... Yeah, he just this this he designed that's the kid too in the glasses, and he made he made all these Rubik's cubes, certain colors, and then built this giant painting out of it. Look at that! That's crazy! Yeah, isn't that nuts? There he is, just spinning them and throwing them up on this board, and that thing is probably four feet by six feet. Yeah, it's it's a plywood sheet. And he would have people go over and yeah. stick them in there for him because he got tired. Yeah. Look at that. And he's just a little Asian. Jason Bateman, Sean Hayes, and Will Arnett making a life-size portrait of the Smartless logo. Look at that. That's ridiculous. You're too smart for your own good. I can't solve one. He can build paintings out of them. If you even told me, give me four white ones and a blue one. <laughs> you don't even get in a color. Give like, a head start. I can't, I can't do that. <laughs> And make one whole white white. square with a blue one in the middle. I'm like, that's impossible. (laughs) The one time I got one side out of the, you know, and I'm like, oh, my God, this is it. I'm not not messing it up to try the other ones. My Aunt Ray was in town. I remember the Rubik's Cube. Like, it was my Aunt Ray and Uncle Dennis were in town. Like, look, 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 look. I got a color. Like, don't mess it up. I'm like, you're right. We're going to put this one in. We're going to paint glue on this one. And I'm going to keep that one in another room. We'll go get another one. Yep, mine's still in the trophy case. (laughs) It's solved? No, well, you knew I took mine to school bragging once. I solved it. And then some kid goes, all oh, the stickers are crooked because I didn't even have the decency to put them on straight when I took them off and put you them back on. called out. Also, That's the worst. my parents were Brady in this one and got me a non-Rubik's Cube. So I got a turquoise and a black. <laughs> the colors were wrong. Not generic? Yeah, it was super generic. It was missing some squares. The term honeymoon comes from a medieval tradition. When couples got married, their families would give them a bunch of honey wine to drink for one full 28-day cycle of the moon. 28-day cycle, that's familiar. (laughs) The wine was supposed to be the aphrodisiac. Hmm. There are approximately 25 to 50 active serial killers in the U.S. at any given moment. How many? 25 to 50. What qualifies you? That's down significantly from the 80s and 90s. It qualifies uh, f- at least two people. You have to kill two people the same way. Yeah, two or more go- people at different times. Okay, so like Monday I killed you, and then Thursday I kill again, and I do the same thing. Yeah. Because the serial part of serial killer is that there is a pattern. Yes. Okay. And so it's down from the 80s and 90s when there are four times as many. In 1987, there were 198 active serial killers. Wow. And how many now? 50 to 25 six. to 50. Oh, that's not bad. At any given moment. Well, now it's mass shooters. One per state. Yeah. Now they're not as patient as they used to be. That's true. Like everything else, we're all in a hurry. Not as calculated. <laughs> that's right. Everybody went and got, got themselves into a goddamn hurry, and even serial killers are hasty and impatient. Serial killers, that one Golden State dude was like 35 years of it. Don't have that anymore. Those were the good. That was when America was great. You didn't know you had a serial killer for a decade, and then you're like, hey, I think we might have somebody here. 
what's the update on that guy that uh, keeps saying, you know, there might be 300, but he's been talking oh. in prison and saying, oh, yeah. here's some more spots in there. There's a few of them here. Yeah. And I think they found a few. Like, he's like, he's not lying. And he'd paint pictures of them. He could remember them. Yeah. Yeah. Did he die? He had cancer real bad. Because he came out with his, once they diagnosed him with terminal cancer, he's he like, all right, I got to fess up. it all out there. Like, there's three girls off the I-10, this one, this one, and this one. He'd paint them, and I'm like, those are the missing girls. I don't know how many are real, but yeah, that dude yeah. was like probably two, three hundred. A guy named John Hollahan invented Lucky Charms in 1964 when he decided to see how it tasted to put pieces of Brock's circus peanuts in his Cheerios. Little chunks. I guess that's the same thing, isn't it? That's the DIY Lucky Charms. <laughs> Are you a rock star at work? <laughs> Do you hit the ground running? Work hard, play hard. Is this your motivational yeah, talk? What's going on here? <laughs> Did you go see Tony Robbins? One in five night? people say they hate corporate buzzwords. Oh, yeah. Partly because we hear them so much. 85% of workers Is say they hear annoying terms. Download like that at there? least uh, <laughs> close. We got a guy who uses that one. Hey, just love to uh, have a download sesh with you today. Uh-uh. Circle back. No, nope. Circle back. Don't say download sesh to me. Years ago, you were on out of the box. That Think was... outside the box. Still in it. Ugh. That means you're not thinking outside the box. If you're a boss who says, I think outside the box, you, are you conformed to the, the thing in the box. Yeah, exactly. It's the worst thing. We need to think outside the box. Well, then you need to start that by stopping your buzz phrase. If you give 110%, we'll, show, we'll certainly move that needle. Yeah. A boss saying, think outside the box, is like Jimmy Walker in a room going, dynamite! It's sad and it's old and there's no thought behind it. Really need to think Gross hacking, low-hanging fruit, boots on the ground. Boots on the ground. <laughs> you know what I like? They keep changing the name of salespeople. Yeah. I don't know what we call them now. Well, they used to be account executives. That was a thing because they didn't want to be called salespeople. Now they're integrated brand. That's it. it, it managers. Inter- integrated brand managers. Manager, or brand consultant, I think. I think is that right? Integrated brand consultant. Sales. But we still call it sales. Yep. Down in sales. Oh, I mean integrated brand. You mean IBCs? I don't know what it is. (laughs) Uh, Why are they so offended to be called salespeople? Well, they hate it. I've got to call them something else. Yeah, but they change all that kind of stuff. That's what I'm saying. Larry's not a program director anymore. That's right. He's brand manager. Yeah. Is that what they call it? Yeah. But even Larry still says he's the program director. Look at his business cards, though. He's brand brand manager. Brand and content management. Does he still put the um, all his IT qualifications, his he masters should. in? Uh... Well, I think he's lost all those. I think it's all past him. Yeah. Oh, you have to yeah. re-up it. Yeah. Well, you have to be consistent. Yeah. McDonald's will be getting rid of their self-service stations for uh, soft drinks. No more. I saw this. It's going to no take more them, suicides. Take them nine years. It'll take them ten years. Why? Because of uh, integrating and upgrading the. Franchise. I you guess. just move the thing back behind the counter where it used to be. I think it would be pretty simple too. Yeah, but, you're but not allowed. You, there's still probably um, a lot of locations that are really behind two or three sure. upgrades. But because w- you know, you go into the uh, a couple of those McDonald's where you don't even have to see the counter really, right. other than to pick up your food. And here's oh, the other thing: the kiosk over there, and then but they're gonna. The yeah. only thing that it's an added responsibility. 
to get the sodas. You still get free <laughs> refills, but it, but you got to go get them you go behind get the counter. Cup. Yep. But here's the thing: uh, uh, just turn them off. No, you, they will refill it for you. Like you can't. You're not allowed to station. refill your own. They're, just turn it's off just the, the seltzer. I know that's what they're going to. I don't. I, there's a McDonald's near us where you can't go get your own soda. That's what they're saying. For now. Are you paying attention? Yeah. I yeah, am. You're not allowed to do that anymore. They're cutting it off. Right. Yeah. But why not just shut it? It's the nine years thing that got me. Why not just turn it off? They've already got a soda machine back there for drive-through. Because it's that space. I don't know. It's out in the out in the restaurant. What are you going to do with it? It's a couple seconds. They're not having a problem with like soda needs the whole time. Two things. Well, I mean, I see this as like, well, the reason they're doing it, one, is people won't go back for as many refills right. because of the process to Have you go seen soda drinkers? They're getting their refills. Well, that's the point, though. Yeah, you're right. You're, it's, if but there's but a the line, you're not doing it. That normally you'd maybe go back a second right. time. Well, right now, with like you said, with the kiosks, you, if you get a McDonald's person to actually acknowledge you and say something to you, right. that's rare. Right. And and I prefer it. And we, me too. And we've done it to ourselves. I can't tell you the last time I was in a fast food restaurant. drive throughs are one thing. But... Oh, okay. What's it say? Integrated media manager. That's what they're called, salespeople. They're managers, all of them. Everybody's oh. a manager now. Of what? Integrated media. Oh, have I met that person? Who's integrated media? Uh, Managing that. The other thing that I... tangible? Well, that's dumb, because if you go in and go, hi, I'm an integrated manager with Hubbard Radio, somebody will be like, what's that? I'm a salesperson. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but they, uh, you know, they have multiple products that they can... Sell, I know. Not only radio. But you're still selling multiple products. Digital Look, experts. Car salesmen are multiple product sales. I don't hear them going, I'm, you know... Automotive integrated We've management said that a lot. Like, distributor. What are our multiple products? Every one of them oh, is thirty or sixty seconds doing. long. No, no, no. They got no, that you whole got, digital thing down yeah. there, that just filled with bots and non-humans. I don't know what's going on down there. Scott and Ted. I get a lot of like, "Hey, how's it going?" from that group, but I don't know what's happening. I've asked several times, "What do you do?" and then they start talking, and I just glaze over. <laughs> like, I'm not interested. There's people down there I don't even know. It's yeah. like the people just appear. Some of them, yeah. They're just weird. I know what you're talking about. It's a whole department of You're right. There is a new one down there. Yeah. You're right. There's a new one. Do we introduce ourselves or is it temporary? I thought about that yesterday. Isn't it on them? No, I introduce myself to people when they get here. If you're there, but yeah. And then it's up to them to be nice. I was there yesterday. I didn't do it. I talked to our new integrated uh, content manager, uh, Jennifer, yesterday. And I said, hey, welcome to the sales department. Sales lady. (laughs) How dare you? I know. Stewardess and flight attendant. Evidently, that's offensive to people. Just you are what you are. I don't get mad when people are like you're a disc jockey. Okay. No, I'm an on-air talent. <laughs> I I can't you, say that to people. What did your card say for a while? Morning doofus was one. <laughs> yeah, morning doofus. <laughs> that, people understood that. Right. <laughs> on-air talent. What does that mean? Oh, I dance on the air. I don't know. It doesn't mean anything. Earlier this year, the U.S. became the latest country to ban the sale of most common incandescent bulbs because they're inefficient, both for your pocket and the environment. But one guy loves the incandescent so much that he went out and spent almost $2,000 on a lifetime supply of light bulbs. It's about $3,500. This is... uh, if you're thinking this is a 72-year-old guy living in a cabin in West Virginia, 
you're wrong. His name's Kevin Schmid, and he's 25 years old. He's a software developer from New Hampshire. Kevin thinks the ban is a government overreach, and he prefers the look of incandescent light over LEDs. Ah. He's been a collector and light bulb aficionado for years and is a member of an antique group. He is alone. (laughs) That share information on vintage light bulbs. What he isn't selling is his. He did the math. Says I have a bunch of spreadsheets, all of the uh, of all my lighting fixtures in my house, and I have the exact amount of bulbs that I'm going to need for uh, the next seventy five years. Wow, that dude's the single most boring human being on the planet. The digital department was right. Boring. <laughs> I thought I didn't want to talk to those bots. <laughs> By the way, I got three emails in a row that says I worked with McDonald's for a while. Uh, the big problem is uh, meth heads and sketchy folks are rolling in. And that's, we got two in a row that said that exact same oh, thing, wow. yeah. that they're getting a soda and just camping all day. Well, camp, but the the, high, the hygiene around there, those, are, those machines are filthy, too. To, you got to constantly clean them. Well, but if there's homeless people in there, I'm less worried about the hygiene of the soda machine than the hygiene of the homeless guy that keeps using it. You just push them out of the way, make your suicide, and then right. go back. To- if they're not cleaning the machines in the middle of the store, they're not cleaning the ones behind. So if you're worried about how dirty those get, you shouldn't be getting Cokes there. But, yeah, if I walk into a McDonald's and it's filled with heroin addicts and meth heads, and I'm running that place, I'd be like, all right, take away the free stuff. Here's a little back-to-school tip for you kids. A study by the University of Missouri found... That students who looked at the letter A before a test did better than kids who looked at the letter F. <laughs> wow. They did a simple no test. Hope. The yeah, A group got an average score of 92.3, which That's is an, an A minus. The F group got an average of 78.5, which is a C plus. Everybody passed. They also did a second experiment, which also had a third group look at the letter J. Those kids did better than the F group, but worse than the A group. Researchers think it's because the exposure to the letter A made students approach the task with uh, aim to succeed. Mrs. Beauchamp, did you? Oh, you didn't go to Dobson. She was. A, she had a theory that on test day, if you were blue or yellow, you did better. I did the same. Isn't that your school colors? No, they were blue and gray. Oh. But she's like, if you wear yellow. Scientists say that you do better on tests in yellow and blue. So I, I wore blue every time. I still did C's. Congratulations. I guess that's the best I could do. I wonder if I wore black if I'd have gotten an F. James Rumeliotis of Tewksbury, Massachusetts, is in the Guinness World Records. Uh, he jumped on his pogo stick. <laughs> Basically, if he... He traveled the distance of 23 miles, but he jumped 115,179 bounces in eight and a half hours. The previous record was 88,047. That's a lot of bouncing. Stop bouncing around. He partnered with uh, the New England Center and Home of, for Veterans in South Boston and raised money for that. This was just bouncing around in front of a bunch of legless guys. Yeah, and uh, that's nice. He, was, it, he called it hopping for heroes. 
wonder how many light bulbs he owns. <laughs> did he raise a lot of money? Um, I think that's the thing. If he's hopping for heroes, what did they get out of it? Just the that's entertainment of a dude bouncing around ten thousand times. Bouncing around. Uh, you raised fifteen dollars for that. No, I don't know. That's probably about right. <laughs> Here you go, guys. Now remember, you have to go to I'll the. Give you a penny a jump. You have to go to the counter now to get your soda refills. But enjoy it. I'm glad I could hop around. I'm going to go throw up. This was impossible to do. A human body can't handle this. Hundred thousand bounces. That's stupid. Just hand them money. I got and who's the dickhead that says, uh, hey, I want to raise money for some veterans? Well, not unless you bounce around on a pogo stick for a while. <laughs> I'm not giving you money unless you do something. Well, it's for the veterans. What are you going to do for I me? don't care. You've got a pogo stick. Now you start bouncing or I'm not giving the veterans anything. If you came to me and said, hey, I'm helping the veterans out and I don't want to bounce on a pogo stick for eight hours, do you mind? Like, here's 10 bucks. I never understood the Lou Gehrig ice bucket challenge. Oh, yeah. Because the goal was if somebody challenged you. You either spent $10 for the Lou Gehrig Foundation or you did something and skirted giving money to it. They say they raised a ton of money, but I don't know how. Because when somebody called me out, I just gave money to the charity. I was better than you. (laughs) I didn't get, I didn't need the attention. I didn't pour ice on myself. I I gave the charity money. I thought that was the goal. So technically, it was all the assholes that didn't pour buckets of water all over themselves that raised all the money. Right. That didn't take the challenge. (laughs) <laughs> I've been called out, and I don't want to give Lou Gehrig's money, so just get the ice ready. <laughs> I get an awesome amount of attention for this. Well, that's not the point. <laughs> and then they'd be dripping, freezing. Right? No, <laughs> I challenge, I challenge ALS, ALS, Victorino ALS. and Brady Bogan to dodge giving ALS money and pour ice on themselves, too. <laughs> <laughs> Some guy in a chair is like, I challenge Sean Holmberg. <laughs> Would somebody please give money to the thing and start pouring ice on each other. <laughs> Sorry about that, cripple. That was for you. Can I have $10 for the cripples? No. Pour water on me. I don't, I don't get it. Dump the bucket, Kovacs. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I wanted to see and I never once saw a dude with ALS going, please don't, please, you'll ruin all of the servos and he just poured water on him. <laughs> Challenge, people. I challenge everyone to give money. Don't do this anymore. But the laughter and the fun of dodging giving money to a charity swept the nation. Celebrities, George Clooney's like, (laughs) I challenge Julia Roberts not to pay them, and I challenge Brad Pitt not to pay them. Spielberg. Yeah, Steven Spielberg. Hey, don't pay them. Just pour ice on your head. That's all we need. That'll cure it. And evidently, that thing raised enough money that they had breakthroughs. Because people like me, who didn't participate, I just gave cash when I got challenged. I was the good guy. You guys all went, you know, Netanyahu on the whole thing. Skipped it. Yeah, yeah. I waited six months. <laughs> That's right, to make sure it was good. Make legit, sure yeah. it before that. Yeah. Doesn't look like they've made much of a dent. It's a waste. My sale is I never understood that. And I did those stroke association marathons, and we'd raise money. But it was so weird for me to go, if you give me a few bucks, like $5 a mile. I'm running a marathon. It was pretty easy was math. with the ex-wife when I did yeah. too because she was like, if I have to get my – I have to run in order to get my friends to give me money so I can go to Hawaii. Right. So I can <laughs> But I didn't even care about the like, – because I did the one here too. I mean, you'd like get people to go, I'll give you a dollar per mile. I'm like, just give the money to charity, you cheap bastard. Why do I have to break my back for this? 
Well, no, I won't do it unless you're hurt at the end. I got a couple of quick radio videos. There's no funny in these. No? Uh, maybe. I don't know. This is the uh, Sarasota Circus. No, they're not oh, funny. No. It might be funny. It's no. already calling you out. <laughs> the sounds on this one's pretty br- brutal. Okay, so they're on the a, high wire. They're yeah. layered. They got a oh, rehearsal for Circus Sarasota. They made a pyramid of high wire people with those balancing poles. And there's four on one level, three on the next, two, then one, and the whole thing no collapses. No barrier. There's probably 30. Oh, no. 20. There's no net? No oh, net. Oh. 20, 20 feet, 25. The whole reason we watch. Now listen to that. There's a pile of circus people. But they can't move them, and then there's three more hanging on. Oh, that one is, that one is broken, Cabot. Oh, they're just, comes oh God. Don't fall. Oh, Jesus, they're falling from the sky still. They're trying to get back up on the wire. Oh, this is tragedy, but truly why we watch. Without this as a possibility, that endeavor is not interesting. That's why we watch this video. The only reason you want to see somebody on the high wire is to see them fall. And when they succeed, you go, ah, oh, well. <laughs> I'm glad he made it. Maybe next time. But stack seven of them on one line at the same time? It's called a death-defying act for a reason. Sometimes death gets you. Like that motorcycle ball we watched last week. We don't watch that because it's like, well, they're going to make it. I mean, it's we cool don't to know. watch when they do make it, but at the same time, we're like, oh. That wheel that they do, the double wheel in uh, Cirque du Soleil where two dudes are jumping rope on a spinning wheel on two. It's a stick with two circles on it. Oh, yeah, And yeah, the circles yeah, yeah. spin, yeah. and they run inside them, and they get outside them and start jumping rope, and this thing's spinning like crazy. The whole crowd is like, oh, because your stomach hurts for them. And if they ever fell, we'd be like, that's terrible. But that's why you watched. Much like Brett's videos, and then now we got another set of train tracks, and Brady's in on it. <laughs> this is yeah, no this one. They're posing for a selfie. It's a mom with two kids on the on train, the train track. tracks, sure. which uh, electric electricity's involved. Oh, good. They're not paying attention. Kids on a train track. Mom's going to get a picture of them sitting on a train Reaches track. back to the sister, and then the kid will react first because oh, no. he gets... Oh, he's, oh, he's getting electrocuted. Oh, she's getting electrocuted. Down. Drags her two down. down. The other kid's just staring at him. He, he might be frozen, too. No, he's now up. he tries to pick up, but he's... Oh, no, he's the, in. The zolt. Oh, you oh. can't get him off he's the electric. He's getting zapped through there, too. Oh. oh, these kids hurt to touch. Get him off there. Both oh uh, two God. in cardiac arrest. Oh, yeah. Rush to the hospital in critical condition. Are they okay? They're uh, alive. As far as we know, they are. But they're posting this for awareness purposes only. <laughs> this is their ice bucket challenge? Yeah. It's the same thing. <laughs> oh, my God. As far as... <laughs> <laughs> You're such a liar. You're such a liar. You have no idea as far as we know, which means don't know. You're the worst <laughs> newsman in the world. Oh. Yeah, critical condition. Are they alive? As far as we know. <laughs> Thanks, Doc. Your guess is as good as mine. Who knows? <laughs> According to this, it says the person with cardiac arrest remained critical in their long-term prognosis. Oh, you're just reading what's right, right there. What are you doing? Yeah, well, I was... Going down the line, telling you. <laughs> you weren't telling me anything. I'm like, I thought for a second you were coherent human beings. All you're doing is reading no, what's on the you, Facebook uh, we're post. saying, as far as we know, that is. As far as we know. Does it say as far as we know on there anywhere? No. Yeah, the, correct answer, the correct answer is, I thought he was winging it. And I'm like, this is the I'm most. Going, about them being I, alive. I concluded as far as we know because it says the long-term no, you concluded that is because, uncertain. Right. But so I'm assuming they're still alive. 
Well, I, well that's what, we they're know. alive, but are they okay? As far as we know. Not we or anyone else. I uh, conclude. I thought you were... I was looking at you guys like, did Brady get better? <laughs> like, listen, to him, he's just rattling off stuff. And I didn't oh, realize no, he was I just wasn't reading first. the Facebook I had re- page. read that beforehand. But... Sure, and you memorized it. <laughs> Are they alive? Not the last part. As far as we know. <laughs> well, the answer is yes. She's stuck in there, too. That one girl's jammed up. Your lack of curiosity oh. baffles me. <laughs> But your specific commitment. (laughs) But your commitment to not knowing and pretending to know is remarkable, and I wish I had it. Stop it. Don't defend this. I'm not. (laughs) Your thumbs up. You're hitchhiking. I don't know what you're doing. But when you look at these videos. (laughs) Right. I'm not the, uh, it's like, I guess I could say. Nothing. Video that I saw of people getting electrocuted on the train, are they still alive? No, no, no. Not a search on that. But, I mean, right there, as you read that whole thing, which I hadn't read yet, it said... They have life-threatening injuries. So when I say, are they alive? Yes. Are they? (laughs) Yes, they have (laughs) life-threatening injuries. minds want to know. (laughs) Life-threatening injuries are just injuries. prognosis. Okay, but I didn't ask that, did I? I didn't say, I wonder if they'll make it. No, we're all going to die. Are they okay? I'm not committing to that, John. I'm not going to say yes, they are. (laughs) But it said they are. This is why the research is bad. Wow. They're suffering... From uh, some injuries. Yeah. Most people suffering from injuries still alive. Well, well, you're <laughs> in critical condition still. You're so, still alive. Yeah. It's the only question I had. Are they still, are but they I don't alive? know when the post was. So <sighs> I don't know if they're still alive. <laughs> but this <laughs> guy right here. <laughs> My God. This is your don't search. Dig for the your truth. heels in on that. This is your search for the truth. All you got to do is go, yeah, I guess they are still alive. Up to the point of this video. You, you and say, then some of them are in like Arabic or whatever language, so you have no idea. <laughs> and some of them We're are talking, in English. Why we call, some are in English and you have no idea. Why Brady, Brady Nesman reporting. Oh, my God. <laughs> he is. He's Les Nesman. It's the most entertaining thing in the world. Especially when you're like, are they alive? As far as we know, they're <laughs> suffering from injuries. Well, then they're alive. You're not sure of that? Well, then I guess they're done suffering. I haven't talked to them today. Oh, for Christ's sake, man. <laughs> the dead now suffering from their injuries. Your commitment to just life-threatening. Yeah. The dead man had no comment. <laughs> <laughs> you are a roller coaster of fun. Uh, Thank you for being so succinct. To, yeah, let's go to Brett's videos. They're a little bit more cut and dry. <laughs> I never ever ask. Do you think they're still around? No. Brett's videos are usually half again. Sometimes you see him in the video living. As far as we know. All right, here's a guy, one of these dead oh, no. morons. Second story apartment. He's laying on the side of something. He's doing that. No, crimi- he's doing the parkour oh, thing. Oh, he's doing walk. That's how that criminal got out of the jail. Yeah. He's parkouring up to like a gap. He's, he just has a couple more paces to go. Yeah, he's got to get yeah, to the roof. Good. He's made it from the ground to the second story. This is going to be a flat pancake. He's almost there. He, he didn't. Cons- oh, legs oh, giving out. Little tired. He didn't think about how to transition to the top, did he? I don't know. He, he probably thought about it. Grab the legs. Oh, 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 down he goes. Two stories. Both legs into the ground. Aaron Rodgers won't play another down. I don't know if he's still alive. So yeah, I'm just as far as we know, right now, as as I'm reporting right, right now. Don't know. Doctors say his injuries have left him very, very yes. injured. Uh, the dead man shouldn't recover. <laughs> uh, he got he, up. He did it the second time. 
Man. Here's a little road work for you. All right. A little dash cam. He's on a big bus, or it looks like a semi-truck, flat-faced window, and he's oh. coming up fast on a crash car. Oh, God, it's construction oh. No! Oh! But just when you didn't think... Oh, car! Oh! Oh, oh the dude was... Oh, oh man. The car so came off the, the top. The truck oh. hits a, a construction barrier thing. And then uh, a car that it was hauling falls off the top of and it. And he made it, too. I well, mean, he it was, was alive like, before. As far right. as we know. Yeah, as far as we know. Yeah. Yeah. Prognosis. Yeah. Do they have the flags? Wow. The flags. Okay, so they're, they're trying to wave down the semi that they're stopped in the middle of the road. Get out of the way. Hits the back of this truck. Everybody's okay. Yeah, and then a car good. falls off oh, the top of the hauler. Oh, my God. Smashes a dude. Thanks to Rico for that one. Smashes a dude. Wow. Wow. Uh, wow. This one's just titled... Uh, Burning a glizzy. I got a hot dog burn. Oh, no. It's going to be. Yep, oh, he's got his penis. He's so. He's laying his penis on fire. Oh, he's covered in some sort of a sap. Oh, he's on fire. He's lit his fat little body. is on fire. And he can't get it Oh, that's it. Oh, is he okay? Reports that his penis is burned. As far as we know. As far as we know. Oh, my God. And then, That's uh, great reporting. Yeah. Yeah. He's alive. But <laughs> I knew he wasn't okay. I knew he wasn't okay before the fire started because no one does that to themselves. He lit his wiener on fire. And we'll end here with, uh, oh. we'll end here with uh, you know, the, you know, everybody puts the Mentos and the Coke together yeah. and stuff like that. Well, let's, let's watch this one. All right. Oh, it's a mento. Yeah. It's at a girl's honey hole or butt. Oh, no, that's her butt. Okay, it's her butt. He's putting mentos in her butt, and he's going to pour coke in there. Is that what we call gay? Oh, that's somebody's car? mom, by the way. That is an older <laughs> yeah. lady. Yeah. That is somebody's mother. Okay, she's that's, that's a, a gape. Little, that's like Courtney. Cox. That is a big it does. Now that's just straight Coke Zero going in. Oh, it burns. You can see it in her face. Demi Moore's never looked prettier. Holy oh, cow! Yeah. <laughs> I want to try that. It exploded. <laughs> Do that today, everyone. We don't need this. Will cure ALS. That's the challenge. I wonder. There? He put like a half dozen. Is there, there sound on this? I don't think so. Oh man, that is the best thing I've ever heard. No, no or seen. Sorry. Oh uh, yeah. And then she's sitting there holding her beehole open. Everything's fun. And she's fun again. She's all smiles, and then the coke goes in, and it's an immediate explosion. It's chemical. Oh, she doesn't like it. <laughs> and then she shoots out of the bathtub and looks at, looks at the camera. And if there was sound, she'd say, okay, I challenge Toledo and Brandon. Not giving any money to the ALS. That cures ALS. Do that yeah. challenge. Brady, you want to do that later? Yeah. I kind of do. She's alive. Wow. Do all the Mentos come out? As far as we know. I don't know if she's alive, John. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Haven't talked to her today. That's right. Wow. Wow. That was neat. <laughs> On prom night, me and Deanne McElhaney dropped wow. a bunch of those in a Bartles and James and made oh. explosions in the hotel room. And that's the only thing that exploded in the hotel room until she fell asleep and I jerked off to the scrambled porn. I blew it. How about that? <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing. I didn't know you could use your butt for that. The memes are already starting. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> your lack of research disturbing. <laughs> Me and Darth Vader choking Brady out. As far as we know. It's even like a lack of research. It's just giving false information and then standing by. He's insane. But that's what makes the Brady Report. I stand his by his my run. research. That's right. And you should because you're the only one who's doing it. <laughs> or lack of doing it is... I will dig my heels in on not knowing.
and telling you something. Uh, it's 823. My goodness. I want that Mentos challenge to happen on the Internet now. We'd cure cancer if everybody did that. If pouring ice on your head got breakthroughs in the Lou Gehrig's, imagine what we could do with Mentos butts. I challenged my mom. Oh, my God, I'm covered in soda. I'm so sticky. Mom and Dad. All right. <clears throat> I put the Mentos in my butt and I poured Coke and I challenged my cousin, Aunt Nancy. That would be awesome. Can you imagine Bunny doing the Mentos challenge? No. <laughs> Just do it. Close your eyes and think about it. All right. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Uh, you got another one, Brett? Nope. Oh. It's official. He's torn his Achilles, and it is out for the season. It is absolutely official. <laughs> and you started that with all right. <laughs> when you saw it, I thought I was saying that about Bunny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we were all thinking it. When you saw it window shade up on his calf last night, you see the little ripple? Oh, you know, there was a weird little pop. He yeah. kind of bounced a little after yeah. it flattened. It was, yeah. Salah, after the game, said, we'll start with a quarterback. Looks like an Achilles problem, and it's not good. They wait for confirmation. But he said, we're, we're just getting confirmation of what we already know. So Aaron Rodgers, you lasted 0 for 1, I believe, was his uh, one in completion as a New York Jet. Congratulations. Four plays. He's quarterback rating that year. One sack. Terrible. Not going to win that MVP, is he? Oh, well. And I think that does him in. 39-year-old Achilles injury. Whew. That's a tough one to come back from when you're young. We'll see. Peyton Manning wasn't ever supposed to move his neck again. He got those stem cells over in France and won a Super Bowl. So who knows? There you go, everybody. That's your Brady Report, complete with Bears news at the end. It's 98. It's out of control now. 98. K-U-P-D. morning sickness. Morning sickness. 98. Concert Psyching Rock once again as they're coming to town here in October. And I, for one, am super excited about seeing Avenged. Uh, as they roll into town. When is that? The 20-something? I don't remember now. Avenged 7. I can't Let keep track. There's too I many can't. shows. Uh, three pages worth. One. There it is. Uh, October 8th. They're part of Rocktober. That's right, Brady. It's right around the corner. <laughs> Falling in reverse and Avenged Sevenfold over at Talking Stick Resort Amphitheater. That's pretty cool. So, you got Concert Sucking Rock there. You got That's a big week for us. Yeah. Avenged on the 8th. Jeez, it really is. Shinedown's the 12th. Guns N' Roses is the 11th. But we're not going to that because Corey Feldman right. is the 11th. We have something every day that week. Sunday the 8th, Avenged. Now that's going to be a tough one because football. I have to adjust my schedule accordingly. I don't think the Steelers have a Sunday night game. Uh, Guns N' Roses, October 11th. That's Wednesday. Along with Corey Feldman, also October 11th. Shinedown's the 12th. We're going to Shinedown again the 13th in Vegas. Adam Ray the 14th in Vegas. Not to mention, did I say we're going to Vegas? And I say we're taking you guys? Yeah! Set Jet flying us to Vegas in the private plane. Resorts World putting us up. Go see Adam Ray on Saturday. That's going to be great. All ready to go. And all you have to do is guess the temperature. <laughs> NewACUnit.com. They're kicking it all off, putting you guys, one of you guys, on our private jet to Vegas for our 22nd birthday. Guess the temperature of September 23rd. At 2.51 p.m. Now, again, this will screw up everything that uh, our integrated marketing managers, salespeople, have put together. But if I'm you, 
Here's a little quick hint. Don't guess the temperature until the forecast gets close enough to that day. Then start guessing the temperature. Like, if you're doing it now, you're wasting your time. And friends, friend with Ian Schwartz. Yeah, uh, and I'm pals with Ian Schwartz. Yeah, go pal around with Ian Schwartz or Seen McGluckluck and uh, Paul Horton. You got all of them over there. Royal Norman wandering around at one of those uh, rap clubs he likes at night. Heavy into the hardcore rap. Really? Royal Norman. (laughs) He looks like it. Yeah, he does. He is a gangsta. So, uh, yeah. So I wouldn't guess today, even though I'd be aware of it. Maybe throw a guess out. You know what I would do with, ah, here's what I would do. I'd throw up my crazy guess today. You know, I'd throw up my uh, 104. Because September 23rd average temperature is about 97, I think, 96, something like that. So I'd throw out 104 for the heat wave. Then on my work computer or another computer, I'd wait for the forecast to come out. And then put in a safer bet. But like maybe my work computer, I do the goofy bet. And then at home, I do my real bet. I don't know if that's legal, but I'm pretty sure we can't figure out IP addresses like that quickly. So use your wife's name on one and your name on another. I'll, I'll help you get around the edges. I'll definitely help you steal that. So you get around that stuff and uh, do that. But, yeah, the forecast comes out 10 days before, right? So we're getting awful close to knowing when September 23rd's temperature, what we think it's going to be. Now, they're very rarely dead on the money, but within a degree or two, and at least we'll know if there's a cold front or like a heat wave coming, and we'll know within a few days. I think it ends next Friday, which is like right up against the 23rd, so that we'll have a pretty good idea. So I'd say get a goofy bet in every computer you've got with a different IP address. Get a goofy bet on one of those and use one of your family members' names. That's how I'd do it. Always looking for an angle. And we talked about that yesterday, about the dude who stole, and uh, what would Brady, who stole $25,000 from his girlfriend and stuff, and then she broke up with him, and then a few years later, he's trying to get back in, and she's considering it, and the twenty five grand was a pretty big yeah. thing. And then Brett has the theory that once you're a thief, you're always a thief, and I agree with that. You're a thief who uh, used to steal, and now you're a reformed thief, but you're always tied to thief. It's the scarlet letter, the A, that it's attached to you forever. Maybe you don't steal anymore, you're still a thief. Mark Sanchez is always going to be known as butt fumble. Bill Buckner will always be remembered for the ball rolling through his legs. So once you do the dumb thing, you wear it like skin, that's yours, it's forever. But you just have to kind of move forward with that. Uh, forgot where I was going with this. I was just making sure I did. <laughs> Everybody's the same. Uh, oh, but the thief thing is always there. And then you have to just be aware of it. I realized yesterday that everyone's a thief. Because everyone I talked to about what, what happened at MGM Grand and MGM in Vegas and all their properties getting hacked, every single human being I spoke to said, I wish I was in on that. There wasn't a single person that said, my God, this is wrong. Somebody hacked all of the MGM computers, slot machines, table games that are computerized, all the information that's in their computers about your credit cards. Now, MGM's been hacked before, and I was part of it because they got all your info in there. And so, you know, they've got bank account numbers. And uh, I got hacked, and then they started to put fake account, like credit cards, and I just got another one. People and couldn't get into the rooms, too. People, yeah, everything electronic was shut off. But in 2019, MGM got hacked, and all their information went out. And, and one of the reasons I had 30 different loan applications in my name showing up at my house was because of that. That hack was what got me. I also found out later my phone that I got hacked in, 20, in the middle of 2020. Started sending me these weird things from that MGM hack. 
you're getting hacked. Your information's all over the place. That happened again yesterday, only this time it was more of a full out, let's see what we can get. And they're asking for ransom. I know some people up there and I talk and they're like, yeah, evidently these hackers have hold of a few things that they're not giving back. And we've shut everything down and it's not good. And we're pretty much telling everybody, oh, don't worry about it. We've got it figured out. But there's certain things they can't turn back on and they want like a massive amount of money. And everybody I talked to is like, man, would you do it? I think I would. If somebody told me, I'm not smart enough to ever figure that out, but if somebody told me, hey, we can hack these slot machines. Ocean's Eleven all over again. I mean, Ocean's Eleven's appealing to us for a reason. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'd get involved in that. The only reason Ocean's Eleven was dumb to me was because they spent $30 million to steal $40 million. That was Ocean's Thirteen. When they lifted the city off the off the ground, yeah, in Amsterdam, yeah, I mean, the little they, uh, town, the it's, house on the canal. Yeah, in, they had they went under and put the stuff in and structurally moved That's buildings. Like, this, we're talking twenty five, thirty million dollars, and it was a forty million dollar haul that you got to split eleven ways. Didn't make sense if you had thirty million dollars to just robbing for the sake of robbing. But I was thinking about it, and I, Brady, if we were in Vegas, and I said, I've got this little thing. We can make the slot machine win two or three times in a row. You want to do it? Nope. You wouldn't? I'd do it in Not- a second. In a second. A little magnet or a guy in a room and said he's got his computer and he can turn this thing on for, for the next five minutes. This will hit twice. Would you do it? It is funny, the level. I understand what you're saying because of the level yeah. what they're doing after that hack. The whole MGM I wouldn't do, I, I just I can't get because it Because of the... the just the ripple effect of uh, jobs affecting people that you're what? ruined people's lives. What's he talking about? From that money being I'm improving gone, mine. Yeah, that ripped off. That's the point. That's, of- you just don't. I couldn't do it. You don't care about people. Yeah, <laughs> I care about <laughs> me. Yeah, that's right. I mean, when it comes down, scary. When it comes down to me robbing casinos, yeah, I'm not thinking about. I think they'll be fine. That's the that's the reason that's the reasoning. And yes, you're right. right. Do I do I uh, think about people's yeah. jobs? No, because I know for a fact I know, MGM will would... survive it. So, yeah, because much like you defending Apple earlier, yeah, this is you defending the money more than you are yeah. defending the people. But that's the thing. It's like yeah, it's you're saying you would first steal. of all, you're not false wrong. accusation. No, no it's not defending Apple. Not defended Apple. You said they were in it for us. <laughs> that's when I got mad at you. <laughs> They're doing it for us. Oh, but that's not the case. Like yeah. when you're talking about a full on heist. Of a massive thing like MGM, to the level they did it, no, I wouldn't get involved. But if you could make a machine hit once or twice, 70,000 on a machine that's random, it could give it to you anyway. And all I do is hold a magnet next to it, and yeah, then I tell you've you been later, feeding it for years. Right? Then I tell you later, the magnet didn't do anything. You actually won that on your own. Do you take that money? That'd be tough. It's a tough decision. If I had a thing and I held it up against thing, this makes it hit, and it hits just by chance, and you thought I did that and made it work, would you still take the money? You probably would, would stuff that right in your pocket. That's stealing too. But then again, <laughs> it's stealing though, and I know you it would is take stealing. It. I know you would take it. Yeah, there's no because you would tell yourself that stupid thing didn't I just hit. You would convince yourself it was supposed to happen, God's plan, whatever else you Everybody start throwing would. around. You'd convince yourself my little magnet didn't have anything to do with it. Now, what if you I won couldn't the- do it, though. What do you mean? I mean, I couldn't go in there with a, a magnet. But that's my point. That. Yeah. My point, psychologically. Just because the Ill- illegal my Psychologically, though, I told you it was a thing, and then after said it wasn't. 
And it might have been, it might not have been. Yeah. Do you still take if the I money? Never, if I never knew, that'd be hard. But if not you did to, know. Because I'd believe that, oh, you did have a magnet on but there. But you would, cho- I guarantee you, you would choose to believe when I said it doesn't do anything. That's what I need to hear. Even though it may have, and you, you watch, you, you, you will hear what you want to benefit yourself. I, I firmly believe the human brain works that way. Oh, yeah. Because yep. even a good person, Brady's a decent man. Even me shoving that magnet again, you watch the machine shake a little bit, and you're like, ooh, it's doing something, and then you hit, and I'm like, it's because of the magnet. You'd be like, you'd tell yourself it wasn't. Nah. And you rationalize it saying, well, this this place makes money hand over fist right. to begin with. You justify is- your win or your theft. Insurance. Based on how much is there. Yeah. So that's why everybody yesterday I'm talking to at the MGM thing is like, why wasn't it? I even talked to a girl who worked there. She's like, I know two of the people. Because one of the employees at Aria just got busted for stealing $775,000. Wow. At one of the host desk people. And I text the people I know up there. I'm like, hey. She goes, how come I wasn't in on this? I talked to that guy every day. I loved him. He was my favorite one. She goes, we're all floored by it. He almost took a million dollars. He got caught. A little greedy at seven seventy five. He was doing well up till about seven. Then the, wow! And so they're like, he was the one we wanted to talk to. Like when we had something in that area, we needed to go talk to. He was the guy. She was like, I can't believe it. And then she goes, and now the full on cyber hack. And then of course she said, I don't know why I'm not part of any of this stuff. I'm here every day. <laughs> it is a weird mental thing to sit back and go, yeah, I. I if if Toledo and I'm not I don't hang around smart enough people that's the problem. Right. Said I got a system that I can get in on the MGM thing and I can boost your stuff. Like MGM eh? for us it would be somebody like Marcus, right? Who's got and a you'd have to bit team up with him past, and, he, and be like know? I can get you a little. Yeah, I would probably like oh okay. Right. <laughs> God, I'm not I, above this. I know you have skills, but do you have those? But skills? I got to admire that Brady would go. What about little Ernie who works on the floor picking up smokes? <laughs> Cigarette butts and stuff. He's covered too big to fail. Yeah, right. And I have a feeling they're going to get their money back. And that's not quality justification, but it is justification. Never happened with Ace Rothstein. That's things. right. Get your arms cut off. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't be in the news. Mm-hmm. There'd be hackers in parts. It's an interesting thing, but that MGM deal is crazy. And the biggest problem with that is it's a hack festival. And so how that, many major... Companies, big companies, actually just pay that ransom. Of course, get it. Well, it's easier because they know they're going to get it back. But you just, uh, yeah, you raise the stakes two dollars at the machines and the or the uh, uh, restaurants and stuff. You just make the people who pay for their food pay a little more. But it is amazing because basically what it's going to do is just be an information breach, and people like me and everybody else who's got a card with MGM, gave them all their info, is now going to have to deal with how come I have all these PNG loans that they're. My new one, I went and checked my credit the other day, and it had dropped 161 points in the last month. And I'm like, well, that's not right. And somebody Welcome had to, to my world. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, this is too. <laughs> and it actually said, before you'd go there, it was like it's eight something. Line. It would say excellent. And then, you know, dip below eight, it would say good. And I've never been past fair before. And then it, then the next level is Toledo. And I'm like, oh, my God, it says it right there on Credit Karma. I am the credit Mendoza. Somebody's <laughs> been opening phone accounts on my on my uh, number and closing them but it's still all these inquiries getting the phones so i'm getting, getting knocked yeah phones. getting free phones and yeah. knocking out and then closing them up and i'm like well crap i've got like 14 hard inquiries eh, knock that down it went away and it's back up to normal but it's from that breach that mgm thing, so it's going to happen again crazy though 
No, I don't. Th- Here's the thing I want to say. I don't think I'd do it. If yeah. somebody could rig a slot machine, I don't think I'd do it. But if I'm, I think I would be adjacent to it. To the hack. And Brett, you'd do it in a heartbeat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See? Oh, yeah. And I think it's guys DNA. All right, here's my problem. If it's Brett who's got the thing, and he's like, come on, pussy. And then he spins it once. He goes, see? Boing. And he pulls some cash out, and we get paid. And I'm like, okay, once. Well, and it's one of those things, too. Like like, like you are talking about with Brady. It's like you tell him, and he feels guilty about it. What are you going to do? Give the money back? Yeah. Like if you walk out with it, are you going to say, well, here's your 700000 back. I'm sorry about that. You still rigged the machine. Yeah. So now you're in deeper. Because now you got to go tell him I rigged the machine. Now you got to wrap Brett out for his magnet. Well, by turning the money in, they're going to be like, "What happened? The part whole, of it? What you would you there? say? You knew about it? I then. won. I won a hundred thousand dollars on this slot. No, in a heartbeat, I go, Brett. <laughs> right, Brett, Brett did it. Brett, this guy over like here, he I stole it in got some weird little magnet. <laughs> and you know what Brett's going to do? No, I don't. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> and now you look like a Come lunatic. So yeah, now you're in. Now you're in too deep. Yeah, I, that's why I wouldn't. I know exactly why you would. And then you'd have a nice new car <laughs> and cool stuff. I don't want to get in trouble for it. Kirby would sure be driving is. a Bentley for yeah. her first car. And- <laughs> Daddy, great hit. <laughs> it's tough. It's a That's tough That's the kind thing. of power the Sky Ghost has. And my, and my parents over there saying, uh, Sky well, you why you wouldn't steal. do it? Sure, I sure. mean, just wait. It's just not right. a... I know it's old school, but Sky but Ghost doesn't like you scary gambling. That uh, how much people are would feel that way now. Sky Ghost, I take that money in a heartbeat. Yeah, this, but that this company's to, rich. But it isn't because of this company's rich. It's just you're just being. They selfish. can get over it. I never once think about the company being rich or getting over it or anything else. It's like, oh, I can pull a hundred grand recoup out of this it thing. So easy doesn't bother me. I never yeah, think that's secondary. I, here's the thing: I know I, they think that of me, so I don't think of that of them at all. They don't care about my recoupabilities. We'll get that seven seventy five back from John, yeah. and I volunteer that, and they take it. But if if there's a system where I got a hundred, you know, your sky god hates the fact you gamble. So exactly. if, if you walked with a hundred grand gambling, it's ill begotten gains. But that you again, I'm just going back to the argument of justification. Yeah. You'll make that justified because you did it your way, and you're not doing anything bad in your mind. But if you're going to sky god rules, he doesn't want you gambling. Not necessarily. He doesn't oh, want that's oh, too much of it. So you can, you can. So he's make, got a limit. You can go to Vegas. You can, you can go to Vegas, but you're not supposed to gamble. Gluttony. And yeah, you're not supposed to gamble. Yeah, and, and that's, that's a this sin. Lies a hard line. Avoid the sin. Hard line. Too. I love the hard line. Yeah. Bet that all day. Yeah. No, I mean gambling is a sin. You're not supposed to do it. Not. He never says in moderation once. Yeah, because if Barkley gambles as much as he gambles, but he gambles with my money, that's not gluttony for him. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's the difference. So, yeah, Sky he says that, as I, um, He says Again, that about, you know. You're going to interpret it yourself to justify your Not interpreting, your but uh, as far as doing this, too much. I've, I've never seen the, um, you know, it's always been in moderation, whether it's drinking. The seven deadly sins what, are not in here's moderation. What, you know, here's the other thing is if you do that. I also still, I'll still love you. You're sure. I'm not worried about that part. Yeah. I'm saying if you're if you're <laughs> if you're using honest, the argument to love, say your yeah. love factor is zero, right. it goes my back. Decision. But it's justified. Like the like you're saying basically like he'll still love me, so I'll screw up. 
but you're using his knowledge of you doing something as a justification to not do certain yeah. things. And then, but if I do this, he'll still love me. And he'll here's still the love reason. You why, and here's the reason why we're saying, you know, gambling every day. Yeah, it just is going to make life life tougher sure. on you. Well, that's true. Without it's a just sky good guy. advice. Yeah, yeah, you shouldn't gamble. And that's every what day. he's. Yeah, but that's not God telling you that. That's just your finances. But if you make it a sin, but, which it is a sin. That, but that's my point. I'm not saying you're right or wrong. I'm saying yeah. you justify it to say this is not as big a sin to him as this would be. So he stops me from this. This one is just in moderation. Well, why isn't stealing in moderation then? Because that's also a thing he'll forgive you for. You know? So Sky God's not the answer. Give me that money is what I'm saying. Give me in on this. I want some of that. But, the, yeah, the, my point being we justify our, our bad behavior based on the surroundings. And we make one thing okay, even though it's not, because eh, we kind of like that one. And then we'll place another thing into a different category. It's like, well, of course I wouldn't do that. God watches me. God watches you jerk off, too. You're not supposed to do that. Calm her down a little bit uh -oh. with your dirty thoughts. Uh-oh, uh-oh. No, this... It's true. He's watching that, too? Yeah. Damn gluttony. It's like Nathan says, morality is an illusion. I've always known about people. They'll be as moral and law-abiding as their checkbook will allow. That is unbelievably true. That is unbelievable. You'll justify all sorts of things if it's for the greater good for you and your family. Sure. So many people have stolen when they're hungry and said, well, that's why I did it. They have. I do not. That MGM thing probably has a whole load of that. You've got to have a lot of money to break into all of that stuff. I never understand why Vegas has the hackers convention in town. I've been to Vegas when they have the hackers convention in town. They tell you to put your phone in like a foil wrap. Because they'll walk by with machines that'll suck Bag it. all of it out of there. Like, that's insanity. Anyway, Vegas, okay, is, Vegas is a dirty a dirty whore, and I love her. Here's here's a Bible verse to back up what Brady's yeah. trying to say. First uh, Timothy 6.10. For the love of money is a root of all kinds of evils. It is through this craving that some have wandered away from the faith and pierced themselves with many pangs. Yeah. Don't do it. Right, stay away from it completely. That's what I hear. It never once says. I don't hear it. It never once says. But dabble, <laughs> right? It just says. No, I'm right. saying if it's chase it's it, it, chase it. If you, if you it's bad news, it's a sin. Yeah, that's crazy. But he doesn't say. Yeah, go ahead, try it a little bit. He, he, he's frowning on it. He ain't wrong. He's saying you can be. Yeah, he's also saying you can be rich. Just don't make that your life. Well, there's also the passage that says a rich man will have an easier time uh, passing, passing a camel the passing a through needle. an iron needle than a rich man getting into heaven. They're not real big fans of money. It's kind of why I avoided that whole thing because <laughs> I'm the opposite. Anyway, go to MGM, get your money back. And I'm worried they're going to tighten up those uh, slot machines while we're up there. They're going to get it back somehow. They're getting it back. They win. Morality is not the issue up in Vegas. The immoral stealing from the immoral some people would say, well, eh, Vegas had this coming. There is I, an argument to be made there that nobody should ever go, wow, MGM got screwed. <laughs> there is that. Because it's like, you've been openly robbing from us. We volunteer for you to rob us regularly. And, uh, you know, when somebody robs them, it's like, well, wait, wait, hold on, call the police. And, and majority of people know that when they're going there. Absolutely. You volunteer it's for like, it. You volunteer to be have your money stolen from you. But when you're volunteering your money, it's not theft. Even though really it's the promise of 
so much. It's a scam, but it's a wonderful one. I love it. How about this one? Romans 12.2. Jeez. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transferred by the renewal of your mind and new money. No, Grab some <laughs> new money. That by testing you may discern oh, that this is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Yikes. Well, it, that's open to interpretation. I see it. If I oh, see that. that new money as, as good and perfect. Sure. What an egomaniac. I know. Yeah. And that's the thing. You have to go on and continue like in that chapter because they're making a point on that. Sure. Taking one, you know, it's like taking audio and taking one sentence out of a guy's Nah, as far Speech. as we know. Sure. You're saying he's par- you're paraphrasing God. No, the, the, there's a purpose, the reason why he's saying that. He's, he's... <laughs> Brady, uh, this guy says, you know. It's out of context. This one says, John. It can't be. Yeah. That... Brady is absolutely right. Everything in moderation. It's only a sin if you keep doing it and lose control. Signed, O.J. Simpson. Well, all right. <laughs> That's probably. <laughs> Good one. And he's. Yeah. He's kind of stopped. <laughs> he did stop. He stopped at two. And that's plenty. And God still loves him. <laughs> the Goldmans don't. Brady's but. hung up on the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Dude wanted you to live in a cave. Yeah, it was nothing. Terrible idea. Coffee table. Because he was a carpenter. Yeah. And then everybody started doing it opposite. And he sent a boy down to yell at us. Uh, it's 901. It's weird. It's a philosophical discussion about wants, needs, and justifications. But man, oh man, Vegas getting robbed sure doesn't feel bad. It's like Bears fans feel about Aaron Rodgers. It's a great thing. Yep. <laughs> it's a beautiful day. And Brett's just dreaming of the day that slot machine drops it off. Win, lose, or cheat. Doesn't matter. John, uh, I don't know if you've seen California recently, but I think they've established a baseline for what stealing in moderation yeah, looks well, like. Boy, they do. Yeah, they put a number, put on, a it. number on it. It's $1,200. That's <laughs> a reasonable amount of theft in the eyes of the California government and the Lord. <laughs> in in moderation. Ha, ha, ha. Steal for the lamb. We got ourselves some hot releases coming up in a little bit. Stop stealing from the MGM. They're going to tighten the slots. <laughs> It's out of control now. Are you ready, Richard? Uh, Damn right, better be. Give me like 45 seconds. No. All right. It's time. Stretch. (laughs) We'll just let Brett go, though. The hot releases. I don't care what anybody says. It's brought to you by Eric's Family Barbecue. It is, through the end of the month. Eric's Family BBQ. I don't care what anybody tells you. This thing's brought to you by Eric's Family BBQ. Eric's is out there in Avondale. If you want to go, ericsfamilybbq.com. Has all the greatest barbecue and sauces and barbecue needs you would ever want in your life, ever of all time. And uh, John Gordon, who works here, his lady friend. My lady friend, my lady. She went out there and immediately texted me, you are not kidding. This is the best burger I've ever. Their brisket burger. I drool thinking about it. He was supposed to come out for opening week for football, but got a better gig. Got a good catering gig rather than just a bunch of yahoos handling his meat. So he's going to come out for Steeler Week one of these times. We are all. I had people text me from another city. Are you having uh, that barbecue guy over for football Sunday? I'm like, no, he had to He had to switch dates. Okay. I got plans. Not coming. Well, thanks. Turning my plane around. <laughs> yeah. He had to make plans to see if he was coming out to uh, st- st- watch the Steelers get trounced by the 49ers, but it would have been okay if Eric had the, the meat. Good thing he didn't come. 
have a much better game. So uh, if you want to do that catering, too, it's the best. Eric's Family BBQ. Avondale. Tell Anthony I said hi. Tell Casey I said I love her. It's ericsfamilybbq.com. Uh, Brett, we'll let you go first. What's new in the world of music? All right. Uh, we'll start things off with one I'm actually looking forward to, the uh, the new one from Stained, because I've yeah. loved what I've heard from them so far, even yeah. though Aaron's a dick. but uh, <laughs> You have a problem with Aaron yeah, Lewis. He's just he's mean to you a couple yeah. of times. Not only me, everybody. Yeah. Everybody that's ever met him, he's just a jerk. Yeah, you tried to interview him. Yeah. And it was awful. And yeah. You did it to Fitz. Yeah. He's been tough. So uh, this is this is the latest one, Cycle of Hurting. But the new music is it's so good. far been yeah. really like throwback to yeah. Which one do we play on? Uh, it's not this one, though. The lowest in me, I think, is the one we're playing. Okay. Great line. All my faults are all my fault. Get to the chorus, Aaron. Sell it. That's a smash. I love that. Wow, that's a great rock song right there. Nice job. Stained is back. New Stained hit stores on Friday. Wow. Uh, This is Baroness. Name of this one is Shine. All right. Yeah, I was going to say, they're coming to it. I don't have the book in front of me anymore. I see this. All right, six-minute song. We'll jump in. There we go, Baroness. Eh. You're too into your own sound. <laughs> Man, they are. I need more. The video doesn't help. More it. action. No, I'm just kind of right. like, get, get me something. Sell me something. Let's go with uh, Bring Me the Horizon. I like these guys. All right, this is Grave. All right. We got that new singer and everything changed. You know it's sad but true. Larry loves these guys. You know it's what? Larry loves them. I like them too. Their turn to sell it. We're going back to the uh, verse now, aren't we? You know it's sad but true. Uh, thanks, T Pain. <laughs> yeah, a little bit of that. <laughs> Too much. All right, then. How about some uh, solo Corey Taylor? He's in town too. Yeah, there's twenty. Be over at the marquee. Right. Uh, this is Talk Stick or Talk Six. Excuse me. Jimmy <laughs> Fallon. Talking Stick. Yeah. David Lee Roth to pop in on this. Let's take a look over here. Another great one. 
very good faster pussycat song. That's all his solo stuff, though. I take that. That is modernizing the 80s. That was a fa- that was faster pussycat with a great singer. Yeah. <laughs> well, I wonder how Corey does that. He like writes a song and goes, "Hmm, this one's for me." He's got two other bands to think about. I think when he's got Stone Sour and he's got uh, Slipknot, he's got Jim Root helping him. That's so true. It's Root kind of like, so when he know. does stuff by himself, Root's yeah. like, yeah, "Why don't you put out your own album?" Yeah. Uh, uh, Otep, our, one of our favorites from U Fest, her and her glass uh, Perrier oh, bottles. That's right. Yeah. Couldn't be in plastic. Had that's to be right. glass bottles. Uh, this is just a sample of from the uh, album Ostracize or uh, the song Ostracize from the album God Slayer. Remember backstage the panic that we were having when we gave her the the case of Perrier and it was in plastic and it was like she's not going on stage. Like how do you? It was in a rider that the glass care. one. So it did say glass bottles. To be fair, we didn't do it. Right. News update: Otep, uh, the band featured. Oh, for it's called God Slayer track list. Well, never mind. We're not going to hear just talking about. Doesn't want to give anything. So. The hell with it. Let's do this one. Get her water. That's right. I'm not going to play it. (laughs) Danko Jones. Yes. This is a brand new stuff called Good Time. Okay. Danko should be the most famous rock musician in the world. You're setting a playlist today. This is the first time we've ever done this where I'm like, I like all of it so far. I came here to FS up. Function. That's great. Dank, put it on the lid. That's four. I'm ordering everything. And uh, that'll bring us into wow. the game we've all been waiting for. Yes. N-word or F-word. We'll start off right. with a little Scarface. Uh, this is no problem. Not giving you much. Who won last time? I don't remember. I did. I okay. think Toledo. Toledo. Yeah. Yeah. Man. God, I'm He's street. All right. I got to go N-word. Angry N-word. All right. That's a little like Bobby Brown to me. Oh. I'm going to say it's the glasses. I'm yeah. going to say Scarface goes... Oh, man. I'm going to go hardcore F-word. I mean, vicious one. Yeah. It's going to have a on it. Like make you, make you <laughs> kind gonna, of blush. It's going to sound like he's struggling to get it out. Can I go a slightly easier F-word? <laughs> sure. Like a kind of gentler <laughs> F-word? Yeah. yeah. Gentle mine's, F-word. mine's a very... And yours is a... Yeah. <laughs> that kind of noise, right? Just yeah. a, a... Chris versus... Yeah, it's, just, it's conversational. Yeah, it's... And mine's, mine's right. your eyebrows are down with mine. All right, here we go. Here we go. Scarface, go get him. Greatest ever done it. You can learn from it. Dope game ran it. Rap game running. Street cred hunting. Nerd turn D boy. Not genetic makeup. Baby, I'm a G boy. Hashtag street boy. Wrong one to fuck with. Yeah. <laughs> I was out right when the first word hit. When you <laughs> heard it, it was angst. That was a f- noise. That, f- that was a hardcore f word. Oh, that was a yeah. Scarface ain't effing around. No. <laughs> this is an f word like a stutterer. <laughs> 
I should have just gone with. He's going to say love. I love. <laughs> yeah, we should try that one yeah. in there. We should N word, F word, or love. <laughs> Brett could throw that curve in there every once in a oh, while. I could. That was a good one. That was a Brady went oh, soft done, on it. Right, right when, when Scarface up. started talking, you knew how mad he was. All right, uh, Toledo, what do you got? All right, so the biggest game out this week is uh, on Thursday. Mortal Kombat 1 comes out. Now, everybody knows Mortal Kombat, obviously, but uh, they reimagined it a little bit and called it Mortal Kombat 1. So I don't okay. know if it's... I don't know what that is. Just redoing things or what? You've dreamed of leaving things young. Is it so wrong to want some excitement? Now, I'll jump forward. The clans will fall to the Lin Kuei. I don't understand the word. It's got to be some kind of prequel or something. Oh, okay. Have you guys seen the Black Mirror episode where the two dudes go into the virtual reality of, like, Mortal Kombat, and you control your characters, and then they just start making love? Ooh. <laughs> and then they really enjoy it, and it's the best sex ever, but it's all virtual. But they're best friends playing, in, like, one dude's in one house and one's in the other. It's a really good episode because it's done so well. And so they they drift into the game, and then the two characters in the game start fighting, and then they just start making out because you can control what the players do. And then the, and then they're like, maybe it's us, maybe it's us, and they leave their girls and they go and they they meet in an alley and they're like, let's get this out of the way. We've been friends forever. And then they make out in the alley and go, nope, nothing. Back to the game. <laughs> and they just they're like, they realized it was the best sex they could ever have. Here's a good killing I wanted you to see. This one here. Oh! Displayed the dude open. And then poured something green in him. Oh, yeah, Dragon came out. Oh, this is the best game ever. Put a snake egg in him. Shake some. Mortal Kombat 1. You might have just sold the game right there. I was bored up until the dragon shot out of his chest. And look at that. Is that Homelander? Yes, yeah, it is. It's in the combat pack, you can get that. Homelander's available? Oh, this might happen. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm buying everything today. I'm like a drunk <laughs> at midnight with Amazon. All right, then... Uh, out on FX um, or AMC is uh, the Daryl Dixon spinoff for The uh, Walking Dead, where he's in Paris. Just keep milking this thing. Yeah, this uh, this started on Sunday, so it's it's people have already watched the first episode. I've seen a lot of comments on it online. They're giving it a couple episodes. They're saying, "My name's Daryl Dixon. I come from a place called the Commonwealth. It's in America." So they just drag this whole thing over to France and start right. over. Just because. They really burned up all of U.S. in the nine seasons or whatever of The Walking Dead. It's a long trip. It is a long trip. If you've all survived all that, why would you go somewhere else? That's tough. Uh, The other black girl is on Hulu. Oh. (laughs) This one's for Brett. What's it called? The The other other black black girl. girl. All right. Give me another coffee. Nella. Will you get Advil for me? Nella. Get this tomorrow. Nella. I need you to have Nella. 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 There's someone you have to meet. This is Hazel May McCall, my new assistant. <laughs> I'm gonna pick out for you. Really? <laughs> Hi. It's just really nice that you're here. <laughs> right back at you. So it's about being the only black person in an office, and then they hire another one, and they force them to be friends. I, I, well, I think it gets a little insidious, oh, like a little. Uh, Partners just. Oh, it's going bad. <sighs> I am ready to recommend your promotion to assistant editor. I lit so many intention candles. For oh wait, this. they promote the new black yeah. girl over the old black girl. For, oh, this will be good. I'm watching this. Another one I want. I'm busy this week. It's a good day. 
Uh, Wrestlers is a documentary, a sports documentary on Netflix. Sports, I said it. Yeah. Actual wrestling. Is it? No, this isn't actual wrestling. Come on now. (laughs) OBW is the little engine that could. Just teaching women to be pro wrestlers. Oh, it's just all wrestling in America. It's all those wrestling leagues that you'll go see at like a gym somewhere. Oh, okay. People watch OVW because you get the first glimpse. Ohio Valley. Oh, that's right. That's the, it's the Bush Leagues of, yes. of the WWE. Yep. Okay. Exactly. So there's a documentary about AAA on Netflix. Uh, welcome to Wrexham. Everybody remembers Ryan Reynolds yeah. and I uh, can't remember the other dude's name. The guy from Robin Always Sunny. Yeah, that bought uh, the Bob. soccer team. And they won. McElhaney. Exactly the Bob McElhaney. And then we lost in the semifinal. This was not in the Hollywood script. But now millions of people are following and watching, which we didn't have before. A lot of, uh, of expectation. Oh my God, the expectation. Dear God. Welcome to Wrexham. We have a new season on the horizon. I know what happens here. Yeah. Uh, Court Cam Season 5 is out on Hulu. I bet. Now this one is... Oh. Yes! What happens inside courtrooms? You won't believe Brother just jumped over a lawyer's desk and attacked somebody. I want to watch this for now. Oh, fights nice. in a courtroom. Oh, it's a show. Dumped him over. Real courtrooms. And hear firsthand from those who are there. Grant me five minutes in a locked room with this demon. I'm Dan uh, Abrams, and this is Abrams, your voice host. Oh, Abrams. Court, court cam. All right, I'm in on this. Right. Now, this one what is network? a previous season. This A&E. is on A&E. A&E. I'm on that. I didn't know that was a thing. Court cam, just live. You court can get fights? it on streaming as, as well. So I think it's out on Hulu. Hell yeah! And then uh, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. Frogging hider in my house. Yeah, the, the Anne Frank story. Yeah, one of the latest uh, uh, seasons is out on uh, Hulu as well. We found out what frogging was two weeks ago, and now there's shows. And I about found it. a video file on it. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's me. Um, I'm actually doing this video to show some. Uh, some ways that you can change huh? your outer appearance. This is day two of the trials that I've been working on. Uh, this one is just called cosmetology. It kind of hurts a little bit. What's he doing? They believe beauty hurts. Teeth? Fillers? Watching the video, doing this the way that he was talking in it, it seemed like he was talking directly to me and mocking me, to be honest. She's going through. Oh, she's got a frogger? Going through a frogger face. <laughs> I still don't know what's like going that. on. Yeah. <laughs> just some dude living in her house. Living in her and house. Used and used her makeup he, when she wasn't and home. And got on her laptop. <laughs> and she was handsome. Know? He was a handsome man. Why can't he find somewhere to live? Uh, on Prime Video is a... Um, Hold on, though. He's living in her house? Supposedly. And she didn't know it? Supposedly. I, that's or all, she's that's in the facility. I guarantee I'd know if someone was living in my house. I would You I have would to be. I have so. to say you have to be pretty stupid. To, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> well, well, look at your her. your dogs, yeah. <laughs> Brady just tried to vocal fry her and it was better. <laughs> what's happening? I don't know what's going on. Is that black guy still here? <laughs> I think okay. I lived here now. I'm getting frogged. <laughs> and not in a gut way. All right, as if Eagles fans didn't have enough exposure, we've got uh, on Prime Video a documentary about uh, Jason Kelsey. 
Just him? The Eagles, just him. Well, I'm sure his brother's in it, but it's primarily about him. (laughs) That's my role. Jason, you have to... That's enough. (laughs) Pipe down, Eagles fans. Yeah, we get it. Right. (laughs) That's about it. You can get Kelsey (laughs) on Prime Video. It's in the water. Go get, yeah. I think that one Jason Kelsey, I don't like his brother. He drinks that Kansas City water. Come over here, get yourself cheesesteaks motorized. By the way, Philly, your cheesesteaks suck. <laughs> I much prefer the ones at Steak Escape. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, them fighting words now. Look out. Pour that gloppy whiz all over Found my meat. Water. Quit That's whiz. it. Quit whiz. Dunk your head in toilet water. Quit whiz. <laughs> You're going to drown in the toilet water. You're an intolerable town of people eating whiz. intolerable foods. You're going to drown in whiz talking like that. I'd rather drink whiz than water. Philly. Uh, there you go. The, everything you did, Brett, I want, and like three quarters of the things you did, I right. want. This is a good day for the hot releases. Uh, brought to you by Eric's Family, BBQ.com. Thank you. There go your releases. It's out of control now. We just got to our immaculate grid, so our we have to put that away now. Put your toys down. Damn it. Damn it. It's towards the end of the show. Put your toys away. The other shows are already leaving, so we're still working technically. Unbelievable. But we kind of have to say that the last few minutes of this one have all been about that stupid immaculate grid. Uh, this one says, John, you take that cheesesteak comment about Philly back. <laughs> cheesesteak is life here in Philadelphia. Maybe restaurants outside of Philadelphia should stop calling it a Philly cheesesteak. I still love your show. I listen every day. And I love the crap talk. Remember our slogan. Philadelphia. No one likes us. We don't care. <laughs> That's beautiful. I, I, you're welcome. Nice job. Thank you for listening all the way out in beautiful Philadelphia, where it's never beautiful and always Philadelphia. Uh, Brady, it's time for the entertainment drill. It's brought to you by our friends at reactdefense.com, the home of tactical black self-defense training. Yesterday, we did a knife defense thing, and then um, a really cool what if a dude, and you never know, like ever since I've been going there for the last five years, they come up with scenarios where where I roll my eyes, and then like on the news a few days later, somewhere somebody's doing this, um, grenade. Or uh, the coolest thing I've ever seen. So this was actual uh, Israeli self-defense training for everyone in Israel. We don't want to mess with these people. So back in the day, like the badasses of Israel, uh, you know, the Krav Maga thing was kind of born from this and then grew and grew and grew into what it is now. But uh, so we did a thing where you would learn to uh, disarm someone who's holding a grenade. It's a military thing. But what you didn't know was that there was two guys involved. So what you do, the guy's got it up in the air, and you go and you match the hand, you grip hand, and make sure the hand's taken care of and try to bust an elbow. And they show you the way to do it, and you're going through like, well, this is actually fairly easy if you're the guy behind. So what they used to have is like a a third-party defense thing was another dude in those situations would break out a razor-sharp machete and tape. They used to carry it around, the really hard asses. So one dude would run over. Let's say Brett's got the thing, and I grab the... And I've got him secured. Tap the fist. Tape my hands to his hand. Take that machete and chop his arm off. Whoa. <laughs> it's awesome. 
So we did that. So for their like video a, proof. Oh, of this. it's so cool. That used to be the training yeah. for the military guys. Like, all right, this is why you're carrying you that thing razor sharp. Anyone ever pulled that off? I don't know. That would be awesome if it was like, oh yeah, we used to do it every Thursday. This is the coolest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> you tape your hands up with them. That way, you're in control of the thing ever being released. So we were doing that yesterday. I think you do a thing where you you tuck it underneath them, and then they blow up on top of it. Oh, it's so cool. So many great little maneuvers. And again, when are you going to run into somebody with a hand grenade and not just run? But what if you can't? And we're set up. They set up scenarios where you're like, oh my god, this is a situation that I I would have just died screaming in until today, and now at least I got a chance. And I still might blow up, but at least I got a chance. I got some sort of a, hey, that's a great idea. Now, I'm not carrying masking tape or electrical to duct tape around all the time, but I now know how to do something where I can get control of that thing and bust an arm, tuck it back in them, roll them over, and then get the hell out of it. It was the greatest thing ever. And then uh, Josh did it with these rolls. I get excited talking about this place. That was the thing they did to me yesterday at the end. And I'm like, oh, we're done? When is the last time you worked out? And then said, oh, is that all? When you're finished, because I'm sweating like a pig. I smell like a bag of corn nuts. I stink. Uh, I'm miserably tired. And then I'm like, oh, but I want more. They can do that for you, too. Your brain power. That's really what gets worked there. And your brain is the only muscle we don't have any medicine for. It's got to either be worked by you or turn into a big pile of mush by you. So keep your brain moving uh, while your body stays in great shape. Man, some of that stuff is so much fun. You have no idea. Uh, check it out, reactdefense.com. It's the home of tactical black self-defense training where you get to do stuff like that. You don't get to machete off a guy's arm, but they talk to you about it, and you realize how easy it would be if you had one. So cool. Uh, anyway, get on that thing, Re- reactdefense.com. Brady, entertain me. The upcoming Frazier revival sees uh, Frazier Crane moving back to uh, Boston. No kidding. Which he has to, you know, has fans wondering if he'll... Go into his favorite old hang. Is Cheers still there? Dukes. Dukes burned down, right? Cheers. He's moving to Boston. Yeah. Idiot. Dukes was in the Seattle. Dukes? Dukes was in the Seattle. dumb one in oh. Seattle. He was like paying Bob any Newhart show in Newhart. The show yeah. is actually <laughs> uh, killed off Cheers. What? According to Entertainment Weekly, the iconic bar Cheers is no more. If it makes you feel any better, the characters have a new haunt. It's called Mahoney's. And it's named, named after, after John, John Mahoney. Mahoney. Stupid. Played his dad. No reason to watch. Yeah, what in the world would you send <laughs> Frazier back to Boston for yeah. without a cheers? Copyright or... No reason to watch. It's the same people that invented Frazier invented cheers. They own the copyright. This is stupid. Hey, I was just spitballing, man. Yeah, well, <laughs> I started the show with this. I'm ending it. <laughs> you, Brady. <laughs> iPhone's not in it for us. And neither is Frazier. And neither is goddamn Kelsey Grammer. You, Frazier. I'm listening. <laughs> Justin Timberlake and other members of NSYNC have been spotted in New York City. With the VMAs happening tonight, oh, they're people are something. wondering. Yeah. Reunion on tap? Probably. I'm so excited. He hasn't done anything in a long yeah. time. You know so how much money, money oh, that yeah. that would make if NSYNC did a tour? Those 45-year-old biddies losing their minds over in sync again? You forget that was 25 years ago. Now these ladies are, you know, <clears throat> right in the throes of their miserable marriage. <laughs> They're trying to remember a better time when they used to enjoy fiddling the bean. Now it's just a chore. <laughs> Go back and see. Justin still looks good. Is Joey Fat one in that band or was he in the other one? No, he was in NSYNC. He was in NSYNC, yeah. right? 
Is he still fat? Yeah. Why wouldn't he be? Well, he's fat one. Oh, yeah. There's a video of him not too long ago. He got up with one of the guys and they did his song. Together? Yeah. With one of There's the guys? They throwing down the dance moves. Yeah, one of the guys. With one of the guys. Not Justin. And that's all. <laughs> I remember Joey Fat One and Justin, and that's all. It's one of the Carters there. Oh, a Cardi was there. J.C. Chavez. Brady's remembering him now. J.C. Chavez. Char Chavez. Chavez. Lance Bass. Lance Bass, the gay one. I forgot about him. Hey. Right. Nice bass. One of the things that we didn't talk about um, yesterday when we were talking about 9-11 and how it affected our our gig when we first went on the oh, air yeah. is afterwards the FCC got together. It was soon. And they banned songs that you couldn't play on the radio. Oh, yeah. A week they, later, they remember? They put out a list. Yeah. That's right. Brady had the list this morning. He was going over it. and It's kind of weird how scared we got of songs. And some songs you're like, you're one that, like Pink Floyd, Mother. Is there mentioning flying in it? I guess. You couldn't, I remember you Learned couldn't fly. Matthews. Learn to Fly yeah. was out. Isn't there a yeah. couple of Creed songs on there? I seem to remember this from No, that was just because people stopped it. liking it. That's true, too. <laughs> um, Dave Matthews Band, Crash Into Me. Bangles, Walk Like an Egyptian. Yeah, something That's about the Middle stupid. East. They were mad. They just, everything that could potentially get Pretenders, confused. My City Was Gone. We got so weird about it. John Parr, St. Elmo's Fire. Some of the odd uh, Kansas Dust in the Wind, Led Zeppelin Stairway to Heaven, The Beatles, A Day in the Life, uh, our, getting into our mix. Uh, Chili Peppers Airplane. Yep, that was out. Learn um, to Fly. Learn to Fly. Bodies. Learn to Fly. Bodies, Bodies was out, yeah. like one of the top ones. Um, oh, I asked you the Alice in Chains. There's oh, yeah. four songs on that list. See if you can get them, Brett. The four songs of Alice in Chains. Man. I got, what, I got three of them and I missed one, right? Yeah. Uh, We Die Young. Nope. That's a good one, though. Yeah, why isn't that? I don't think that had heavy radio play, but it probably was (laughs) if they knew about it. Oh, Man in the Box? That was not on the list. No. Down in a Hole. Them Bones. Yep. Uh, What was the other one? Your first one, you guessed, was Uh, The Shooting. Oh, Rooster. Rooster. Because it's got shooting in it and war. And that was the fourth I forgot. Sea of Sorrow. Sea of Sorrow. Beastie Boys Sabotage. Everything that had like potential uh oh was banned. I remember that. Filter, Hey Man, Nice Shot. We didn't take anything but bodies off the air. Well, that was that was a big Clear Channel thing at yeah, the time. It Clear was. Channel. Now yeah, I that's right. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Chop Suey, System of Down. Um, Shy Lights. Have you seen her? <laughs> Oh, for wow. missing people. Kiss 1230 must have been losing their minds. We're at Kiss 1230. Hey, everybody, we want to play a little Shy Lights for you, but the mother <laughs> fascist in charge of everything won't allow us, so I'm going to sing it myself now. Have you seen her? Tell me, have you seen her? Here's some people we're looking for wandering around the New York area. <laughs> Limp Biscuit. It's, it's a public stuff. service program called Have You Seen Her from Kiss 1230. Here's uh, well over a thousand people still missing, and we're going to do it. Have you seen her? Sinatra. Her name is Geneva. Have you seen her? <laughs> Tell me, have you seen Very concerned young man in the hallways here looking for his girl. Tell me, have you seen her? Oh, if you feel like loving me. We can't play anything. Kiss 
12.30 a.m., the rhythm of the city. You didn't know it. see if there's any other... Uh, oh, the Gap Band. You dropped, dropped a bomb, bomb on me. I was 90% of the commercials on that station for a while. Do you have any of those? What's going on, soul brothers and sisters? We got us a job <laughs> fair going on out there. Do you and have was, those anymore? You're trying to remember if I had any clients that needed the, uh, <laughs> the urban. It was mostly live. <laughs> um, one black guy in the building. And the only did one you ever do Shars Has the Blues? I did Shars Has the Blues. Okay, Several yeah. Shars have the yeah. Blues. But Marty, the program director, liked to do those himself, but not black. Because they're mostly... Um, they're big on blues players yeah. coming in. Like the, the guy who used to get me was the salesman named Jimmy, the black guy. And every time he'd come, I always said, because he wished me a happy birthday like six times one year, like just generally just assuming, well, I'm going to nail it one of these days. Hey, Donnie, how you doing? Happy birthday. Um, It's Jimmy. <laughs> uh, can you do me a favor and do that voice you do for a kiss? He loved it. You mean the urban voice, Jimmy? Yes, please. There's a job fair. It was always job fairs. You probably, uh, 50% of those commercials didn't run. Oh, because the machine was Cash in advance. There was a lot of that, too. It was amazing. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. Wow. That station was, was like, <laughs> brought to you by Jed's Cut Hut. And I would, I would say yep, that they're like they're ready to go for Friday. Uh, we got to pull them. No, can't pull them. <laughs> they decided to, to not pay it. There's a job fair going on this weekend, and you know what I say about that. Do you need a job, mother Because I can help you with that. <laughs> and I would goof with it all the time thinking, there's no way. And you'd walk by that stupid closet in here. Guess 1230, the rhythm of the city is a job fair this week. I'm like, that's me. <laughs> that is me. I remember my dad and I. Have you ever heard this, Dad? Listen. Hey, how y'all doing out there today? <laughs> We got ourselves a special at ATL Wings going on, brought to you by ATL Wings and Jed's Cutout. We have a similar thing, but it was so funny when you're walking people through the station, like, hey, where's that Kiss 1230? You said no one. It's that tower right there. <laughs> it was the one where's guy the where, Where's the uh, smooth mother f- does the voice work for Kiss 1230? And then they meet me. Hi, how are you? That's Jay Buna. You're messing with me now. Go get me the man who does the voice thing. I had a couple of clients. I had to walk in the building. They want yeah. to see the station. There it is right there. there. Is. That's that little box of it. It's a Commodore 64. Well, what's that cancerous person doing next? Oh, that's the voice. Voice of Kiss twelve thirty. How y'all doing? I'm the voice of Kiss Mother twelve thirty. <laughs> that is him. Oh mother, great mother. station. Ain't this a bitch? Jay Bune is the voice of Kiss twelve thirty. <laughs> and then would, Jimmy would come. Happy birthday. Will you read this for me, please? Yeah, Jimmy. Do it in the the way. Like neither of us can say it, but all right. <laughs> You know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. Happy birthday, John. Thanks, Jimmy. One of these days, you're going to nail it. February, April, September. Happy birthday, John, was how we walked in my room. Happy birthday, John. Hi, Jimmy. Uh, Listen up. You're the only one in the room. What else was I going to do? All right, we're done. That's it. I got to go do my voice work for uh, the urban stations in town. I can't wait. God, how much? And you say you couldn't play those songs for 9-11. Everything I did on Kiss 1230 should have been banned, too. So bad. So smooth. And they <laughs> loved it. <laughs> Marty would bring it to me. He was in charge of putting here, do the black thing on these. <laughs> I guess if that's my spot. <laughs> Gotta get my foot in the door somehow. Anyway, uh, we're done. Larry's coming up next. We're going to have more chances for you to guess that temperature. 
and win that trip uh, off to Vegas with us for our 22nd birthday. You can do it all day and all night long over it's there. 57 the in here. It's cold in yeah, this room this morning. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, very cold. But uh, brought to you by NewACUnit.com because our AC is working really well. Uh, yours can too, and you can do a Vegas trip with us. Set Jet going to be part of that thing. Resorts World. We're going to go see Shine Down. We're going to see Adam Ray and NewACUnit.com. Giving one of you randos a chance to hop on our super plane and head on up there to Vegas. The rando, the rando winner. That's what this one is. Guess the temp and hop on our plane. Uh, September 23rd, 2.51 p.m. Check it all out at 98kupd.com. Larry's coming up next. He's going to be nice to you if you're nice to him. Give you all sorts of stuff. Be nice to Larry. We'll talk to you tomorrow right here in the morning. Segment. So long! It's out of control now. 98